The following is brought to you in association with and from a proud partner of the Shining Wizards Network. Entertainment here. You're listening to Wrestling Night in Canada on the Shining Wizards Network with your hosts, Matt Copper, Dustin Maruka, and Snowy White. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another exciting episode of Wrestling Night in Canada. I'm Snowy White. I'm Matt Copper. And I'm your new <laughs> Wrestling Night in Canada champion, <laughs> Dustin Maruka. Hey, no, did, guys, what's going on? That didn't take long, no, no. did it? <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, no I, I meant you talking about it. It obviously took you a very long time yeah. to get your second reign off the it ground. It did. But, you know. Right. <laughs> right. It's about I, I fucking guess, time. Yeah, I guess that's what happens when, you know, I'm the longest reigning WNIC <laughs> champion in history. But, you know, I digress. But you lost it five times. <laughs> yeah, I, that's right. Uh, I guess right. I did. That's right. You know, John I've Cena only can, lost it once. Cena can, you know, I'm the 15, 16 time and Flair, I guess, you know, but you guys also lost it. Yep. That many Even times though Flair's well. like, what, actually 24 or something? 21, but in other companies that aren't WCW or WWE. So, you know, it doesn't count, pal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, there was, there was a lot of those, especially during the territory days where, well, I guess that's what we're talking about, where they mm. would. To because you had a big gate that night, like in Puerto Rico or something, and it's always good to, you know, to make the, the, the what's the old saying, make the fans go home happy. Yeah, you know, so he wins the title, but there was a technicality and no one really talks about it or whatever, so they kind of hide it. Mm-hmm. And, and but yeah, yeah, it's. One of those things and all the stuff that we like to report on this show. So hey, it gives us stuff to uh It's fodder for the <laughs> fodder for the network. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But aside from that, how is everyone doing? It's been a hell of a weekend so Oh far. my god, has it ever been? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, we worked or we I worked on Saturday. <laughs> so <laughs> but yeah, we, we all had our shows we went to and so much so much wrestling. There was just so much wrestling. There was wow, yeah. So, um, thank goodness, no dedications, nothing, nothing like that. And Mm -hmm. uh, with all with all of the wrestling going on, though, there was actually very few like solitary news (laughs) items. Yeah, it seemed like it's been a slow slow news week. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. for for the amount of wrestling, though, it's like, wow, okay. Until after All Out, but we'll get to that. We'll we'll get to that. (laughs) And as soon as we go off the air, there'll be like five events that have gone down that are totally reshaped the world of professional wrestling. Yeah, yeah, like as soon as we like (laughs) stop recording and we go upstairs to watch Raw, which still is weird to say, say. unironically. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah, because it doesn't feel like a Monday. I don't know if it's Labor Day down in the States today. It it is, okay, because it just, it feels like Sunday. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah it does you know, well so. i have every monday off anyway so this is just par, ah. for, par for the course for me i still gotta go back to work tomorrow at 6 a.m so it's like yeah. oh, okay but uh yeah so it's yeah but i didn't get a long weekend i just got the same weekend that i always get <laughs> except my friends were just allowed to stay over for a little bit longer on sunday <laughs> there we are there we are and we'll get into all of that where's the first okay oh jeez. Last week was NWA 74. 
74, right. 74 out of St. Louis. And mm-hmm. I ordered it. It was two nights. Um, right now, kind of off the top of my head, not retaining a lot of the highlights because it wasn't... Like, I'm glad I ordered it and I enjoyed it for, for what it was, but mm-hmm. really... I think the NWA could have done so much better. Well, yeah. Did you see with... the ending? Yeah. Of course you did, but... Well, yeah. and wasn't the main event uh, Trevor <clears throat> Murdoch versus Tyrus? It was, yeah. Your... It, was, it, it was Tyrus when yeah. it was supposed to have been Nick Aldis, and then there was some sort of controversy backstage and all that, and Billy Pumpkins had to change it for some some stupid reason, which well, made me think that Aldis was leaving... Even leaving, I guess. I guess I could say the territory, although it's yeah. not. Yeah, you know. So it it was the the main. Okay, Trevor Murdoch is gold. Yeah, he's great. Like yeah, like and I, people don't think highly of him because he was never presented as anything more than a tag team wrestler or a, or right. a joke act in WWE. Mm-hmm. So that yeah, that mm-hmm. tends but, to influence people's perspective a little too much. <laughs> but his stuff in Ring in Ring of Honor, where yeah. I first heard of him, was fantastic. And oh, for sure. He's been one of the highlights in just pro wrestling in general. Mm-hmm. With, and then with, WWE with the used him like shit. Well, he was a him and uh, Lance Cade were tag team champions a few times, mm-hmm. weren't they? See, I don't even remember that. Yeah, they were Raw tag team champions for a little while. Then they got separated, and then they gave Trevor Murdoch a country singer gimmick that didn't last very long until he got released. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I guess Vince must have heard him singing in the back one day. He's just like, that's brilliant. I'll give you, you're going to be a country western singer. <laughs> uh, yeah. Sorry, I take one look at Trevor Murdoch and the way the NWA has been billing him and booking him and pushing him and all that. I see Dusty Rhodes. I see, I see Harley Race. Yeah, that is yeah. a man that I would not want to fight. <laughs> yeah. yeah, people talk, and justifiably so, Meng, Haku. Yeah, well, he's legit dangerous. Just, yeah, for sure, for sure. Even though he can barely walk straight at this point. Yeah, but I'm still no. not. But he can I'm... grab a can of mace from a cop and spray himself <laughs> yeah, in the face. That's right. <laughs> like... That's right. As badass as Meng is, yeah. Harley Race, he, has, he had the reputation, too, of you don't pick a fight with him in a bar. Nope. Uh, Wasn't sure. Harley Race one of the two people Andre was scared of? Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and one of the... Haku, one Haku of the and Harley guys, Race yeah, were the one two. One of the yeah. few guys that, would, that have ever slammed slammed Andre. Mm-hmm. There was, okay, Hogan. Well, and was, yeah. Yeah, when the, they... Stud and I... I Ultimate didn't Lawler do it once? Uh, Lawler Warrior did it did once, it. Kamala did it once, <laughs> and Harley did it once. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's uh, it's almost as if Hogan slamming him was nothing special, and it, it really be... wasn't. It's just in the presentation. Yeah, the it. presentation through revisionist history would <laughs> right. make you think that it was this <laughs> grand thing that happened in the history of wrestling. And no, no, it wasn't. So, yeah, and I when I think, I think Trevor Murdoch. You know, I think one of the best in the business. Mm-hmm. I think Carly Race. And I love what they're I love what they're doing with them. Yeah, you think old school wrestler, you don't think sports entertainment, right? With Trevor for sure, yeah. for sure. And you guys know me well enough by now. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. and um, with with seventy four, two nights mm-hmm. of it, and I get it. It's the big one. It's supposed to be their WrestleMania and all that, but I really don't think we need two nights. No of, of of it anymore. One one night, and you just cram it full of everyone that you really, 
you know. Well, that's really what, that's what All Out did last night. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure. Um, Matt Cardona. Mm-hmm. Okay. He was coming back from an injury. Okay. And he's he said he was supposed to be cleared or whatever. And but he was gonna handpick his opponent. Mm-hmm. And you know where this is going. Uh-huh. He's gonna tap John Smith. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. And I love where they're going. Maybe Hornswoggle. Like he's he's going to pick himself a uh a what 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 are those football teams in the homecoming college games where you uh, <coughs> where you schedule your team against a lesser known weak, weaker team to guarantee a victory for the hometown crowd oh i don't I forget what it's and, called and all not not a ringer but the the opposite of a ringer yeah it's just the football equivalent of a jobber, I guess. Yeah, or you, it's like what the Harlem Globetrotters do. Right, yeah. yeah. You, <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you knew that Cardona was going to book the Washington General. Yep. <laughs> okay. I thought the Generals were due. <laughs> and, and, and that was kind of the point when, that's kind of what they did when he chose Rolando Freeman. Mm-hmm. Who, okay, he's not a mini, okay, but he's still really short. I mean, he's shorter than than um, Rey Mysterio. Really? Yeah. Wow. Like he's just and he he manages the new spectaculars. Okay. Which I kind of dig what those guys are doing because they wear the leather vest and the bow tie. It's an homage mm-hmm. to the old Fantastics. Right. Okay. And I took one look at this and it's like, okay, this is really cool. So Cardona taps Freeman. Freeman gets lucky, rolls him up. Okay. <laughs> and this is, you know, this is what makes Cardona one of the best things going in pro wrestling right right now and where they're going with this. It was it was absolutely fantastic. And Camille, Camille defended the title twice. Mm-hmm. You know, once once both nights. She's getting better and better all the time. That's good. Yeah, yeah. And, like, I didn't have a lot, like, because obviously she was still greener than goose shit, okay, <laughs> when they first put putting her on TV and maybe she's not ready. And, well, that kind of proved to be true. But more and more, I like what they're doing with her and where, she, where she's going. She's getting better and better all the time. And her mic work is coming along as well, That's which good. I was kind of surprised with that so overall considering, though, considering that her gimmick used to be that she never talked she did she didn't she didn't talk and yeah. they kind of killed it when they she did finally talk it was like you're gonna do it that way mm-hmm. it just no yeah it was just no. like a youtube video yeah there's yeah. no impact to it at all yeah that sucks and all that but so over overall i'm glad i enjoyed it but horns in the middle mm. You know, like, and well, you know how much I love the NWR. Oh, I know. It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's so. unfortunate to hear. But then, like, we got to talk about how those, uh, I don't even know why Billy Pumpkins is associating himself with Control Your Narrative, but. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay, okay. EC3 making his, his debut. Like, that works. That's great. Mm-hmm. But then, yeah, there was kind of like a, a, a could you not yeah. invasion, you know, <laughs> and it's like, no, we don't need any more invasions, especially from these guys. And mm. I just. Uh, so I got to ask, though, was Braun Strowman a part of that invasion? 
No. No, okay. No. So I, he must have re-signed with WWE before that happened. Right. Yeah. I guess so. Which I, I don't know the timeline of when he signed, re-signed with WWE, but yeah. apparently it's official and... Uh, well, Raw starts in 20 minutes, so I will we'll find out. No spoilers, Dustin. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're the man in the chair, but like not 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 today. But no, so. that's uh you know, I expected better out of uh Billy Pumpkins than to take that direction, especially for a company like NWA, which is like mm-hmm. has like for many, many years has like resisted the urge to get involved in anything like that. Like sports right. entertainment esque right. and- angles. This control your narrative, like none, none of that shit's gonna move a needle. No. I, I don't see what. Well, considering know. that, like, the three big names in control your narrative were EC3, Braun Strowman, and Karrion Cross, and as soon as Karrion and Braun got calls from Triple H, they were just like, yeah. "All right, see ya." Yeah, we're <laughs> we're, we're, we're gone. Yeah. You guys are gonna control your narrative, still, right, guys? <laughs> yeah, guys. Yeah, I'm contro- yeah, I'll just be controlling mine in the. Back in Vince land. I'll yeah. Be- well, no. Wow. Well, yeah. I got a Still sort of habits. McMahon land, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, well, I'll, I'll be controlling my narrative where I'm going to be getting paid. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so, yeah. This weekend now, though. Oh, yeah. oh no. Strong okay. is going to flip his lid when he has to watch Super Kicks. <laughs> <laughs> super Kicks. Hashtag super kicks and hashtag Canadian destroyers. <laughs> I, I wouldn't even know where to begin because it started off with the WWE stuff and all that. So I'm yeah, like I'm this, just turning it over to you now. Yeah, this did happen while I was at <clears throat> work, but uh, Justin, you watched it live, did you not? Clash of the Castle. Yeah, Clash of the Castle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you did. Okay, I cool. did. Yeah, okay, yeah, uh, and I rewatched it after I got home and like. I'm glad that they treated it like an actual pay-per-view and it didn't seem like it was a glorified house show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually got up at noon on a Saturday. Yeah. What? Whoa. To fucking watch oh, it. Shit. To watch w- to willingly watch WWE. Yeah. Something's wrong with me. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe something's right with WWE. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> Came upstairs like dead asleep at like 10 to and I'm like, it starts in 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. I just sat the chair and just turned the TV on. <laughs> You know, like, I'm glad they treated it like it was an actual pay-per-view or premium live event. Excuse me. That's still a thing. (laughs) That didn't Mm. go with Vince. (laughs) But uh, I'm glad they actually treated it like an actual event and not uh, like the Saudi Arabia events, which kind of seemed like glorified house shows. So that that was nice to see. And they really did actually hype it up as the first, like, stadium event in the UK since uh, SummerSlam 92. Really? Yep. Yep. Holy jeez. Yep. They they called attention to that. They played footage of... uh, of the Intercontinental title match between Bret Hart and uh, Bulldog. And Bret Hart was in the audience, too. So. Yeah, Bret really? was there. Yep, oh, he was he there. got a yeah. really good pop. Yep. Right well, of course, it's Bret Hart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't not pop for Bret Hart. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like the matches were all, or not all of them were fantastic. But for the most part, yeah, it was a really good card. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't usually talk about pre-show matches. But this one I will I only talk it. about. Uh, it was a six-man Tag team match. It was Madcap Moss teaming up with the Street Profits to take on Alpha Academy and Austin Theory. Yes, you heard that right. Austin Theory. No, he's he got, got his first name again. He got his first name back. Yeah. He found it in the bin. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the same place where Hacksaw found the TV title. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Just did a different city. Yeah, you know, because you know how they transport the garbage from city to city. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, so Austin. Is it did... in this can? Yeah. No. <laughs> 
So yeah, Austin got his uh, got his first name back. He's he's no longer just Theory, which was oh, stupid. Okay. Yeah, which was fucking horrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, so that's yeah, that's uh, was a pretty good pretty good sign. And he tried to cash in later in the night, but yeah, <laughs> you know, unsuccessfully. Tyson I might Fury add. Yeah, talking. Tyson, Tyson Fury him. made short work of his. Uh, of his face with his fists. So. Yeah. That looked like it sucked. <laughs> oh, I can imagine. Uh, Even though he, you could clearly tell he mainly punched him with the inside of his wrist. Oh, yeah. But well. still, Tyson Fury's a big dude. Well, I imagine being a professional boxer, it would be kind of hard for you to, like, pull your punches because you're instinctive. Instinctually, you have to, like, just put everything Yeah, the idea it. is to cave the guy's head in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. You could tell it was, like, with the inside of the forearm. Mm-hmm. But it still looked like it's... If it didn't suck, he sold that good. Well... But Fury fucking... (laughs) Yeah. Well, okay. (laughs) Also, uh, have you heard anything about uh, Nick Fury being involved in WWE again? Like, taking any... Like, fighting anybody? Nick Fury? Or, did I say Nick Fury? Yeah. Sorry, Tyson Fury. No. (laughs) I get it. I get where you would get those those names mixed up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I don't watch boxing, so <laughs> I don't watch boxing or MMA. So if I get someone's name wrong, then and boxing is more dangerous than MMA. Yep, it certainly is. Because if someone fall down in MMA, it's over. <laughs> oh yeah, way over. Boxing, it's like that's oh, a last man standing match. Yep, one. <laughs> <laughs> but the main show proper kicked <clears throat> off with uh, Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss, and Asuka taking on the team of Bailey, Dakota Kai, and Io Sky, which are now officially, I guess, called Damage Control, yep. based on the graphic that they got their own music, and they got, like, or new music, and they got a Damage Control logo up on the Titantron, but the uh, ring announcer didn't call them Damage Control, so I don't know if that was just a spur-of-the-moment thing and the ring announcer wasn't told, but hey, whatever. At least they they have a name. They're an official stable now, so that's mm-hmm. a good sign. I like that. <laughs> like I like it when I like it when stables have names and it's not just like so and so and so and so and so and so because that doesn't make them seem like a unit. But yeah, uh, uh, Damage Control won this one after Bailey pinned Bianca, so they'll probably be facing each other for the Raw Women's Title soon enough. Bianca, oh, yeah, apparently rule. this was Bianca's first loss in 2022. Yeah, yep. That's yeah. That's that's right. So. Like, yeah, hopefully, like, her and, like, those two had great feuds over the SmackDown Women's Championship uh, mm-hmm. last year before Bailey got injured. So, I look forward to, at least, at least they're, like, ty- kind of tying up a loose knot there. They're not just, like, letting it go. So. Yeah. Yeah, like. Basically came back as, like, remember me. <laughs> yeah, it's like, even though it's on a completely different show. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, same same company, so the continuity can be there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, and then after this, my God, my God. Match of the for, night. For the Intercontinental Championship. <clears throat> Match of the night. Yep, Sheamus challenging Walter for the IC title. First, it was like, yeah, Sheamus came out with uh, the Brawling Brutes, which I still think is a stupid fucking name. Uh, yeah. But <laughs> came out with Butch and, uh, uh, what's the other guy's name? Ridge Holland. Ridge Holland. Yeah, Ridge Holland, yeah. Uh, sorry. <laughs> I, almost said, I almost said Luke. Yeah, Luke Holland. Yeah. <laughs> Butch and the other guy, Luke. Yeah. Luke and, oh, oh yeah, the, yeah, the Bushwhackers. Bushwhackers. But, uh, <laughs> no, Pete Dunn. <laughs> Pete Dunn and Ridge Holland. The Bruiserweight. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, and then as Walter was about to make his way to the ring, Ludwig Kaiser or Marcel Bartel, whatever you want to call him, I, <laughs> he made his uh, introductions and... Uh, Fabian Eichner has now got called up to the main roster, and he's part. Imperium are now officially back together as a group again. 
And uh, he did his intros for Walter, or called him Gunter, obviously. <laughs> Gazuntite. Oh, <laughs> Allergies. Yep. <laughs> so not COVID. But like the not COVID. Yeah. <laughs> but like the match started off tested though. to make sure not yep. COVID. <laughs> cool. <laughs> the, yeah, I need but, a Walter chop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Clear everything. <laughs> of course. <laughs> but the match started off uh, with just Walter and Seamus standing in the ring, staring each other down, while the rest of the members of the Brawling Brutes and Imperium fought around them while they were just staring at each other, <laughs> which I thought was pretty fun. That's Yeah. Yeah. And that then, works. so everyone gets ejected from ringside, and then the match can start proper, and oh my God, these two beat the hell out of each other. They put on a 20-minute brawl pretty mm-hmm. much okay. they fought out in the they fought outside of the ring they fought like in, over the like near the guardrail like over the guardrail at one point uh Seamus's chest looked exactly how I thought it would <laughs> at the end of this being that he is a particularly white man yeah he's whiter than I am <laughs> yeah he's, shit. he looks like if James Hetfield got a McDonald's endorsement <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> Have you had your break today? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but you know, uh, that's all I'm gonna see when I see Seamus now. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> He's gonna come out, and then it's gonna the thing, the light's gonna blind him, and I'm just gonna hear, yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like there was a couple spots where I thought Seamus would actually take it, and, I, and that's that's always what I like to see in title matches. Like guys, even though they're both heels, like they're still like, like just. I guess they're both tweeners in this case, would it be? Since they're, I don't know. I mean, they're they were they're both from Europe, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't help but think Walter's going is over huge in Europe. Yeah, and well, same with Seamus. Mm-hmm. I but, did love the Walter chants. Yeah, and like Michael Cole even said when the Walter chants were happening, saying like, "Oh, the WWE fans acknowledging Gunter's past." Yeah, I'm like, oh, cool, <laughs> <laughs> cool, cool. But, uh, yeah, like like I said, like these two beat the hell out of each other. There was. Several moments where, like, both men were in were in control. Where it's usually with uh, when it comes to Walter, he's it's pretty one sided for the most part. But no, it was nice to see, and uh, it would have been cool to see Sheamus uh, get his uh, first Intercontinental title, so he could finally be a Grand Slam. But I understand that. Well, they gotta kind of show Gunter. I think that Gunter's gonna have a pretty long title reign. So I hope so. So yeah, yeah, he's one of the best reasons to tune into the WWE. Mm-hmm. Okay, how, okay, you said that there was a Walter chant. Mm-hmm. We still call him Walter. I don't yep. know if that's just out of spite or habit. Well, maybe a little combination of both. Yeah, probably both. Do you think that a, there's people that still like Joe Average to WWF? Fan? <clears throat> oh no. Do you think they all <laughs> still call him Walter? Uh, NXT fans probably do, but like anyone who just watches Raw and SmackDown only know him as Gunter, That's and they Gunter. Okay. and they don't know his work uh, in OTT or WCPW or, PWG. or yeah PWG. Oh, I wouldn't like know any of like that. Either. So yeah. But so as far as like uh, evolve. As, yeah, as far Beyond. as Joe and Jane Average go, who are just. Uh, main roster WWE watchers, he's Gunter. I can't wait to go to SmackDown and chant all their indie names and fuck people up. Oh, yeah, like you did that one time. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I do it all the time. It's great. And everyone looks at you funny. (laughs) Like when Mox was still in WWE. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I was chanting Moxley, and the guy beside me is like, who's that? The guy in the ring. (sighs) Yeah. Dirty Mm -hmm. DJ on the floor. Yeah, or Paradigm Shift. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, but uh, yeah, in the end, uh, Gunter won, and... At the 
when he left with the rest of the members of Imperium, Seamus stood up and got a standing ovation from the, the 60,000 strong inside uh, Principality Stadium. Right. 62,296. Is that the actual count? <laughs> yep. Okay. Maybe a little bit exaggerated, do you think? Or do you think they're not doing that anymore? I don't know. Look, looks like there's a lot of fun. Well, I mean, they didn't have a big stage. They just had the old school. They had the tunnel, kind of like how yeah. MSG used to have. So they could fit every possible per every possible seat was filled. So that's cool to see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the way it should be. Yeah. yeah. Like I've never really been high on the stage. No. And all that. Yeah. It's mm. it looks cool on TV and maybe it looks cool when you're there. I don't know. But uh yeah. It was well when when I saw Raw when it came here back when the, the stage was just that skateboard ramp. That kinda looked cool in person, but yeah. I would have been and better. Now we to... just get to see the giant fucking up and down screen. Yep. Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. But yeah, like they should just do the tunnels, in my opinion. Pack the place as much as possible. But... <laughs> like house show stages. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but for sure, yep. that's exactly what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But moving along, uh, next match was uh, for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Liv Morgan defending against Shayna Baszler. Uh, very happy that Liv Morgan was not presented as like the. Uh, the chicken shit, or like, not chicken shit heel because she's a baby face, but like the inexperienced, like uh, like weak baby face that she had been portrayed as before. Right. Now she, they mentioned the fact that she had been doing training with Matt Riddle because, uh, well, taking on Shayna Baszler, it's an MMA thing. So, but she actually had really good showings, put in submission moves, had good mo- moves, and actually like legit hit Shayna Baszler with her finishing move, which I think is called Oblivion. Oblivion, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And yeah, do you get it? <laughs> Oblivion. Uh, oh, yeah. Liv. Yeah, yeah. Liv. Okay. Uh-huh. Your name's Liv. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's been a long, week- it's been a long uh-huh. weekend. Yep. Uh, but yeah, she hit hit her finishing move and pinned Shayna Baszler clean. Like, it was it was cool to see. So, at least yeah, at least they're not booking her like fluke wins like they did uh, with Ronda Rousey. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Yep. So I hopefully. Hopefully, <laughs> that'll continue. <laughs> and I trust Triple H to actually do that, though. Next up, tag team match, Rey Mysterio and Edge taking on Finn Balor and Damian Priest of the Judgment Day. Uh, Dominic Mysterio and Rhea Ripley were at ringside for their respective teams. Uh, Ray and Edge won, which I got was, like, they wanted the the crowd to pop because Edge is over pretty huge there. If you've seen that video of all the s- people singing his theme song. That was it, was, it was pretty epic. Goosebumps. Yeah. But uh, at, after the match was over, Dominic low-blowed Edge and then clotheslined his father. So my question is, is like, if that was going to happen anyway, why not have him cost him the match mm-hmm. and, have, and put over the Judgment Day? Right. Who are the new blood? Like, does that not it's, make more sense? Isn't that hard, people? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> apparently Triple H doesn't even bat... <laughs> Bat three or bat a thousand? What was the term? Yeah, yeah, bat, bat in a thousand. Okay, well, yeah. It's like this sucks for Ray though, because he never wanted this. Yeah. feud with his kid. Well, you can't always get what you want. No, but well, let's see how Dominic works as a works as a heel. I think maybe he'll end up joining the Judgment Day later tonight, because I was kind of teased last week when he almost willingly handed Rhea Ripley his kendo stick instead of hitting her. So. Seems to be something going on there. A lot of internet memes involved in that, too. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah, some fucking weird, creepy ones, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But we'll like, see. When Balor posted a photo of him and Rhea, it was like, Prince and Poppy. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. 
I think my favorite one was like, in this relationship, maybe Dom should change his name to Sub. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> stuff like that. When she, they showed um, her with her legs wrapped around yeah, his head. Yeah, her legs wrapped around him. It's and like all Dom that. out here living your fantasies. Yeah, holy jeez. <laughs> oh God, if I mean, well, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't. Uh, you know. I know. <laughs> it's like when uh, Ballard, it's like when they turned on Edge, and right. Ballard became the leader. It's like. Valor saw Rhea in shorts and took over the whole damn faction. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, hey. Did, yeah. Yeah. Sure, we'd all do the same. Yep. Anyways, after that, we had uh, finally got the match between Seth Rollins and Matt Riddle. And yes, you heard me right. Matt Riddle got his first he name got back his first. Whoa, Holy jeez, what's going on here? It's almost as if Triple H wants people's names to sound like people's <laughs> names. <laughs> Who'd have thunk? I mean, let's let's be real here. Like Austin Theory versus Matt Riddle sounds more exciting to me than Theory versus Riddle. It's like, mm-hmm. uh, okay, <laughs> those aren't what like, yeah, yeah. We said it over and over again. <laughs> these, mm-hmm. these these don't sound like people's names, and it sounds stupid. Yep. Now that they have actual first <clears throat> names again, yeah, it works. Good, it works. good. Yeah. I'm happy about it. But yeah, Seth Rollins uh, ended up coming up the victor in this one. I'm sure they're gonna have many matches together. Mm-hmm. Uh, Extreme Rules is coming up, so, you know. And I know these two don't like each other in real life. <laughs> so, and if you saw that promo that they had uh, last week on Raw, after, like, when they completely dropped the gimmicks, it was mm-hmm. got pretty heated. I don't know how much of that was actually real, but it seemed pretty real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm gonna fuck you up. Yeah, Pardon. yeah. Called him a little bitch. Like, yeah, brought his brought his divorce into the whole situation. Yeah, so yeah, okay. So that either because that that's what makes me think. Okay, it's it it's it's a work or it's a work shoot. Where Probably like, a work shoot. Yeah, where it's like, okay, you guys really don't like each other. Use it, but be professional mm-hmm. and all that. Because if it's if it's a recorded interview, like they could go back and edit things. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and like they could have edited out edited out the post interview crap where they went back and forth and mm-hmm. Rollins brought up his divorced family and kid and all that. Like that stuff can be edited out. Mm-hmm. Well, it wasn't. Nope. So that tells me, okay, this, this is part of it. I'm sure there is some, some heat between the two and they're using it to everyone's advantage. It's like which, the whole Matt Hardy you know, edge thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. For probably something like that. They were gonna bring the real life in. Let's do it. Yeah, mm. but just I, be I, professional. About I, it. I guarantee you, Triple H didn't sit down with both of them and told them to eat each other like animals or something. <laughs> <laughs> you ever just see someone yeah. like in a wheelchair? You see someone in a wheelchair, you just want to eat them. <laughs> <laughs> if you, if you don't listen to the extreme life of Matt Hardy, I highly recommend it <laughs> for the stories alone. Yeah, yeah, a doozy. Yeah. yeah. Not surprising one bit, though, that Vince McMahon would say this to anybody <laughs> to get mm-hmm. to get them hyped up. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I digress. And then after this, we went into the main event. Dun dun dun. dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Sorry, a little slow. Yeah, singles match for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. The Uwu Championship. Yeah. Roman Reigns defending against Drew McIntyre. That hurts my brain when I do that. What the Uwu? The I lose brain cells. Yeah. It's not your fault they called it that. No. <laughs> but uh, anyway. Yeah, be... yeah, Roman Reigns. Uh, two years as Universal Champion at this point. It's uh, yeah, one of the longest consistent reigns probably since like the days of Bob Backlund and 
Mm-hmm. Hulk Hogan and Bruno San Martino. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Even even then, two years. Well, two years. Two years to Bruno San Martino is nothing. Is, is nothing. <laughs> yeah. Like even Hulk Hogan was. His first reign was four years. Yep. You know, like Bruno's was Bruno's was seven. Mm-hmm. His second one was four. Backlund's was four. Mm-hmm. You know, it's two's just. Not really impressive. <laughs> well, in this in the modern era, it, yeah, it's it considered would be, yeah, to be, but yeah, with the hot shotting of titles and all that. Yeah, well, and then like, well, you consider that like, yeah, CM Punk and uh, Brock Lesnar had particularly long reigns that were like four hundred, five hundred days. Hmm. Now, what? Well, but I but mean, at least CM Punk defended it. Yeah, that's well. I mean, Roman's defending his title a lot more often than Brock Lesnar was. I think yeah. Brock Lesnar had like eleven uh, defenses under his belt. Uh, before you inevitably lost it, but <laughs> and uh, then Roman has just resigned, but for less dates and more money now. Yeah, that sounds about yeah, right. Yeah, so like and now he's not he's... defending his title till November. Yeah, Saudi. yeah. November fifth at Crown Jewel. Yeah, yeah. so Ugh. everyone's all excited about Roman's two year. So reign, I at least get he, a two month title you know, reign. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> how many how many defenses in those two years did he actually make? Twenty five. Yeah, I see, think that's that's one month in the the old territory. Well, days. One, yeah. Well, he's been so he's been defending it on average once a month. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> and then probably the occasional house show. Uh, no, I don't think he defended. I, well, he doesn't really work house shows all that often. I mean, if he did, it was usually six man tags with the Usos. That's true. But uh, no, I think uh, he defended it uh, on TV anyway. This is the, the twenty five. He defended it <coughs> mostly at pay per views. Uh, there was a couple pay per views that he missed. A uh, couple. <coughs> couple episodes of SmackDown, he defended it. Uh, once against uh, Daniel Bryan and another one against Matt Riddle. And Sami Zayn. Oh, yeah, and Sami Zayn. So three times on SmackDown and the other 22 at random pay-per-views. Mm-hmm. But also missing some pay-per-views. <laughs> so, yeah, like... Uh, at, at, at the stage... At the stage that he's at in his career, I don't blame him for wanting to work less dates because I like the WWE traveling schedule is just Stupid. fucking hectic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you're on like every day of the week. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there's SmackDown house shows on Monday nights, which doesn't make sense to me. It's like, do you want not want these like few thousand people to be watching the show? Yeah. <laughs> like your ratings are struggling as they are. <laughs> like I don't know, but maybe that'll all change now. Maybe it'll all change. Who knows? All I know is that it definitely seems pretty obvious that if they are going to split the titles back up that Cody Rhodes is probably going to win the WWE title off of them. Whether that happens after WrestleMania or or whenever. Probably after WrestleMania. Yeah. Or maybe Cody will come back and win the Royal Rumble and then go on to WrestleMania to face Roman Reigns if the Rock if the thing with the Rock doesn't doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Which like I think if that's the thing with Rock happens and Roman was still more active it would make sense. Mhm. But now that he's basically part-time. And you know it's going to headline this night, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it'll be, like, two part-timers. But, you <laughs> oh, know, in my, in my opinion, it's like, does that match even need to have the world title involved in it? Roman and Rock? No, yeah. No. No, not at all. Like, I personally don't think so. Like, I would rather have Roman be facing guys that could, like, current full-timers. Part- mm-hmm. Oh, jeez, pardon me. <laughs> Seltzers, they'll get you. <laughs> um, yeah, like the 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 match itself on Saturday night was really good. It was a good main event. Went for fucking half an hour. It yep. was it was a brawl, and like 
and yeah, and then Solo Sokoa from NXT, who is uh, the Usos' little brother, looks exactly like them. <laughs> it's like uncanny. He's got except he's got blonde hair. But yeah, tell so, them apart. Yep. So he's well, he's he's the only. He's the only one of them that's like actually allowed to travel internationally outside of the United States. <laughs> that meme oh. was so good. Well, Brutal. I mean, yeah, Jimmy's had his problems with DUIs and uh, drunk driving and all that. So, well, that's the same thing. But yeah, yeah, and uh, Jay, I don't know if Jay does. Uh, I don't recall anything that sticks out in my mind because Jimmy always had the DUIs. But unless the airport for being kind of racist about it, be like, you look like him. Yeah. No, could you're not coming. Could be, but who knows? Yeah, they couldn't it's get like, it. No shit, we look the same. We're brothers. Yeah, we're we're literally twins. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing different about them is their tattoos, and even that's a stretch. <laughs> but one has red hair. One one has long hair, and the other one has short hair. <laughs> but uh, but they let the blonde one through. Mm-hmm. But no, that's the, like it was a cool way to uh, call him up to the main roster and uh, get a new member of the bloodline, which uh, makes me believe that. Sammy's going to be getting booted out of that group sooner than later. Mm-hmm. Probably reuniting with Kevin Owens. Maybe him. Maybe Kevin and Samuel win the tag titles. That'd be good. Yeah, maybe. <clears throat> I, th- I thought they would have by now, but nope. <laughs> I'd say have them win in here, but... But the Usos can't get here. No. Nope. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, whatever. Like, Or if they do like an after the show thing when it's off the air, be like... We went in their bag before they couldn't get through the airport, and we took these. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently there are new SmackDown tag tag titles belts that have been made like that have been made for three years, but have never appeared on television, and no no pictures of them exist. Same with the cruiserweight tag titles; like they're just in a prop truck that goes along from city to city with the rest of the show, and they've just never been taken out of there or photographed or anything. So, or like the What's things the going. Point, I don't know. There's things going that hunters. Changing a bunch of designs soon. Well, I fucking certainly hope so. <laughs> like the the WWE World Championship. The nicest belt they have right now is the Intercontinental and the US and the US. The US is well. The US title looks as it is now looks good on Bobby Lashley. Mm-hmm. But I still say the WCW United States Championship was the best looking one. <laughs> Just my opinion. But no, it was the Canadian Championship. Oh right, Lan- <laughs> right. Our Lord and Savior Lance Storm. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Our Lord and Savior. But uh, no, it would be nice to see Kevin and Sammy getting back together. They got pretty good pops in Montreal and Toronto, respectively, when they when WWE went through there the other oh, week. Of course, but I, I I found it kind of funny that uh, Montreal got the blue brand and Toronto got the red brand, given their hockey teams. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> seemed a little, yeah. <laughs> but no, the pop that Sammy got in Montreal and then actually had like a really good match uh, that was that uh, fatal four way for the number one Intercontinental title, I think, but. That's all ancient history now. <laughs> the results of that match are over. Anyway, uh, so yeah, that was WWE Clash at the Castle. First, the inaugural WWE Clash at the Castle. Thumbs up. Oh, yeah. No, it's horns, not thumbs. Yeah. What do you think Dude. this is? Siskel and Ebert? Yeah. Hell? <laughs> it's been a long fucking week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think but, we're going to be saying that a few times tonight. It's been a long It's been weekend. a long weekend, yeah. Yeah. It's been the long weekend, and it has been a long weekend. <laughs> yes, I also give uh, Clash at the Castle a horns up. Very well, very well done, WWE. Ugh, still feels weird. <laughs> yeah, it does. Like, what the fuck's going on here? Yeah, like a, a year ago, like AEW was like can, can do no wrong, and WWE was constantly being judged, and I wasn't even watching the product for yeah. fuck's sakes. Yeah. <laughs> like 
nowadays, like, given all the backstage news, it seems like it's everything's kind of, flipped. Yeah. Like, WWE is now, once again, the the place where a bunch of people want to go. But we'll get to that. We mm-hmm. will get to that. So, and then came yesterday, starting at 3 in the afternoon. Fuck. <laughs> we had two events to watch. NXT versus NXT UK Worlds Collide, and... AEW All Out. That was so good. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Worlds Collide was so good. <laughs> yep. Spelling the end of NXT UK, and uh, we patiently wait for the beginning of NXT Europe. But because NXT UK is now shut down, we had ourselves a bunch of unification matches, and my God, this is the most entertaining Survivor Series that isn't Survivor Series that I've ever fucking seen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and not, not all of it was necessarily NXT versus NXT UK. For like the first match on the card was uh, Ricochet challenging for the North American title. He's on SmackDown now, if you don't know. Uh, challenging for the North American title against Carmelo Hayes. Jimmy Cornette would have had a hernia or like a like <laughs> thirty uh, seconds he, in. Yeah, a hernia. I don't know. <laughs> like no, something. He oh, would have. My voice uh, cracked. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I just noticed. Yeah, he would have had a seconds. brain aneurysm thirty seconds in. Because I tell you, when you talk about you want to talk about flippy shit. <laughs> Carmelo Hayes and Ricochet brought the flippy shit. <laughs> they did. Yeah, they were the flippiest of the flippy. They were the flippy, di- the flippiest of the dippies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yep. And then they they wrestled for 16 minutes of just pure circus acts, and it was fucking awesome. <laughs> I loved was. every second of it. That cross body they did. Oh, when they both bounced off the middle rope. Yeah, like yeah, they that yeah that one they both tried to clothesline each other a couple of times, and then they were just like. Fuck it. And then they both ran and ran, bounced off the middle ropes and cross-bodied each other in midair, and it looked fucking great. I will show you that after we're done here, Snowy. Oh. <laughs> so you you will roll your eyes so far <laughs> that I'll, I'll start have to call you Mark Calloway. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Carmelo Hayes ended up retaining uh, the North American Championship, so I guess Ricochet is going back to SmackDown empty-handed. Sorry, buddy. Mm-hmm. Uh, next match, Fatal 4-Way to unify the NXT and NXT UK tag team titles. Uh, Pretty Deadly versus, uh, the Creed Brothers. The Creed Brothers are the NXT, uh, tag team champions. Uh, versus Brooks Jensen and Josh Briggs, who are the NXT UK tag team titles. And these guys are the most un-European looking fellows that I've ever seen in my life. They look yep. like, they look like they eat well-done steak and drink Bud Light. Oh, <laughs> but, okay. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, their manager Fallon Henley is pretty easy on the eyes, though. So that's that's a, that's, a bonus. that's a plus, yeah. And uh, for the fourth team was Gallus, uh, Mark Coffey, and Wolfgang of Gallus. Gallus boys on top. <laughs> the, the, they were my pick. Unfortunately, they ended up getting eliminated. And uh, but Pretty Deadly came out on top, winning both the NXT and NXT UK titles, unifying them. Uh, I haven't heard anything about any new belts being made. I don't know if they're just gonna straight up go like just go with the NXT belts. And just get rid of the UK belts, which is kind of a shame because... Or they'll just bring the UK belts when they just switch it over to NXT Europe. Maybe. I'm thinking that the European Championship is going to be the world title. They're going to bring that back and make that the world title for that NXT Europe. That would make Europe. sense. It would, but <clears throat> I guess we'll see. The European Championship has been deactivated for 20 years now. Can you believe that? <laughs> it's been a minute. <laughs> it's wow. been a just minute. It's like, we're going to pull this out of the drawer? Yep. It's your world title. It's, but it's the old WWE logo. Can't have that. So they got <laughs> so they got to put the NXT logo on it instead. But uh, yeah, so the Creed Brothers are your undisputed NXT tag team champions now. 
Next no, up. Pretty deadly are. Oh, what what did I say? Creed Brothers. Oh, Creed Brothers. Damn it. It's been a long weekend. <laughs> oh, yeah, and the manager turned on them. Oh, yeah. Well, it wasn't a manager. He was just another member of the Diamond Mine. So, so he, Strong's going to be pissed. Yeah, well, so he obviously... Oh, yeah, we... Roderick Strong was seen laid out in the parking lot beforehand. What's so. with NXT parking lots? Yeah, the dangerous? yeah the parking lot at the Performance Center is a very dangerous place. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just loved when yes. they were putting him in the back in the ambulance, and Norman Smiley just walked by like, "Hey guys, yeah, <laughs> keeps going." <laughs> it was Norman. Yeah. Well, that's the thing about pro wrestling today. They are just okay. Like the parking I, lots when, are dangerous. When I was a kid, okay, mm. like if there was a brawl in the back, in the back, or in the parking lot, or whatever, that was huge the magazines were all over it mm-hmm. we're all in the parking lot you know like that was the main main focus of the tv that day every week there's a brawl backstage there's a brawl in the parking lot mm-hmm. and it's just like yeah it's they say don't walk the streets of new york or bangkok late at night yeah. or whatever no, backstage at AEW, <laughs> you, you got to take out life insurance. The, the parking lot at yeah. NXT, yeah. yeah like, like, it's like, oh, okay. You do shit like this too much, it loses its impact. Yeah, well, I, I liked when, one of my favorite times that, that ever happened, I think, I think it was Mr. Perfect and Shawn Michaels on an episode of Raw, if I remember correctly. Okay. But the, it was, they filmed it before the show when people were standing in line outside of the building. So the fans were actually out there when they were fighting. Which uh, like and the fans are cheering it all on, you know, just you know, keeping K oh, Fable alive. Was that the Lesnar, Ambrose one? Lesnar and Ambrose? No, yeah. it was Kurt, no. Kurt Henning, Shawn Michaels. Yeah, I'm talking about like on Raw, like in, back in the early '90s. Like, <laughs> remember the Lesnar, Ambrose one? No, I wasn't watching wrestling at that. The time. limo with Lesnar pulled into the building, and Brock got out, and Ambrose attacked him. Oh no, I don't remember that and at all. Lesnar slammed him through the back window and walked away. Hmm. And of course the crowd was there because yeah. they pulled in and they're just like, yeah, they got slammed through a window and they were like, oh, Brock was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't remember that. I wasn't watching at the time. So yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't have seen it. Uh, anyway, moving along. Uh, next up, we had a triple threat match to unify the NXT and NXT UK women's this championships. This match wasn't great. No, it was probably the weakest match on the card, oh, sadly. Because yeah. like, I know that, well, aside <clears throat> Mandy Rose, well, I don't know. She's not that particularly good at the wrestling, but no. I know Blair Davenport or B Priestley, for those of you who do not follow the, uh, the WWE product. Yeah. Blair Davenport and, uh, Miko Satamora, they are good at the wrestling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so well, Miko's been at it for 27 years. Yeah. Well, they were showing footage of her wrestling on nitro when mm-hmm. they were doing, when they were hyping her up and so that... some Japan. Yep. Yep. But I didn't know that she, I didn't know she was ever on nitro. That was, that was news to me. So that was cool. But yeah, uh, yeah, Mandy Rose ended up winning this one and unifying both titles, yeah, which that I thought was, a was I thought was a bit of a odd choice, but that guy who had a Mandy Rose de Goat sign in the audience, yeah, dumbass. or there was a a, a Mandy section sign. Yep. <laughs> okay, nobody in the WWF now is a goat. I'm no. sorry, like one of the veterans. You sorry, know, the Bro- goat's out right Brock now with Lesnar a back injury. Randy Orton, he's yeah. out with a back injury. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe Randy Orton, Brock Lesnar, they might have a case for being a goat. Which that's stupid mm-hmm. saying. Saying goat. Yeah, you don't like that. Yeah. No, I like no. greatest of all time. Great. I get yeah. that. But no, there's no one. Mandy Rose, Roman Reigns. None of these guys are goats just yet. No. Like 
let's control our narrative, people. Come on. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> let's be real here. <laughs> that's, that's right. All right. But yeah. Next. Yeah, Man- Mandy Rose winning was not what any of us expected. So, yeah, a little disappointed. I wanted Blair Davenport to win. But... Mm-hmm. Oh, well. You can always get what you want. Then after this, we had a uh, uh, match for the NXT Women's Tag Team titles. Uh, Dewdrop and Nikki Ash from Raw coming over to face Katana Chance and Caden Carter, the defending champions. Uh, really disappointed they haven't changed Dewdrop's name back to Piper Niven yet, but I have a feeling that'll that'll happen soon, hopefully. Mm-hmm. If, if the current trend of people getting their names back <laughs> keeps going. But we'll see. Dewdrop I, will just be her nickname now. It'll be Piper Dewdrop Niven. Uh, even that's too much. <laughs> I don't you want that. You can't have three names. <laughs> no, I'd rather just have Piper Niven. But oh well. And I'd rather have Nikki Cross than Nikki Ash. But again, yeah. apparently the Nikki Ash thing was her idea. Yeah, it was. But didn't pan out as well as she thought <laughs> or as she'd hoped. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. Carter and Chance ended up retaining. You know, it was a short ten minute match. Yeah, because so. Toxic Attraction. Yeah, Toxic Attraction came in and distracted Dewdrop and Nikki, and yeah, they got the. Oh yeah, the, their finishing move actually looked pretty cool. It was like a four fifty splash combined with a suplex or mm-hmm. something. Yeah, it was actually really awesome looking. I mean, but, I'd get distracted if Priscilla Kelly ran down the ramp too. Yeah, so. uh, yeah, fair enough. But like <laughs> that, like, but yeah, when that happened, that's like one of my least favorite wrestling tropes ever. Is when someone's music plays and then another person just stops dead in the ring, yeah. and stares at the and ramp, like, like, oh no, oh, no. Oh, no. Coming down. like, it just on, keep fucking wrestling. <laughs> they had it on Piper's face way too long. Yeah, it's like, come on, that's not believable one bit. <laughs> or even someone running out and their music playing in the first place, it's like. I know yeah. I've said this before, but it's like, what am I expected to believe that they're running in the back and they just come run by the, the soundboard and just like, play my music! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're running by. Now! Oh, yes, that, needless to say, that takes a piss out of me too. It's supposed to get a pop out of the crowd, but when it's like, I don't know. Yeah, when it's that obvious. Yeah, like, I know. It's, it's like when, when it was cool when Stone Cold did it because the, <laughs> the glass shattering, that made people pop right there. And same with The Rock. When The Rock did it, it was fucking, yeah. You know. Yeah, but then they would destroy rings of 30, 40 people. Yeah, by themselves. <laughs> yeah. Like Stone Cold would come in and just start punching people one by one, and everyone's just standing back like, okay, it's going to be my turn soon enough. All right. I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him. Oh, I'm on the ground. Oh, I didn't get him. <laughs> like giving people stunners, giving them a chance to get up and punch more people. Okay, <laughs> when he stands up, I'm going to kick him in the... Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to kick him in the... No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to kick him in the... Yeah. And I'm on the ground. Yep. But anyway, after this, we had our main event of the afternoon. Because <laughs> it was 5, 5.30 this ended. So uh, it was the a match to unify the NXT and NXT UK championships. Uh, I didn't realize this going in, but I guess it seems pretty obvious. There's only been four NXT UK champions over the past six years. I grant, Granted, Pete Dunne and Walter had two-year-long reigns themselves. Uh, That's good. That's good on him. So the first Tyler Bate was the first and last NXT UK champion. Yeah, Pete Dunn's was like seven hundred something days. Walters was eight hundred something days. But I mean, the pandemic contributed to that quite Mm -hmm. a bit. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. And then Ilya Dragunov had the one of the shorter reigns, I guess. But he had to drop it due to injury, and then Tyler Bate won in a tournament. Which finally just aired. The yeah, last finally one. aired. Even though he he came onto NXT UK before they even finished airing, or he came onto NXT 2.0 before they finished airing it, like a month on, before. on NXT UK. Yeah, 
That wasn't a month. It was like a week or so, maybe two weeks. But either way, either way, uh, yeah, uh, this match didn't go for as long as I thought it would, considering that in the build-up to it, Walter actually came back to NXT and like tried to hype up Tyler Bates in the build-up to it, saying, so, you know, bring, bring the Tyler that fought me for 45 minutes in Cardiff for the NXT UK title. <laughs> the, the future of uh, European wrestling depends on it. <laughs> I know that sounds like Arnold Schwarzenegger, but he's, uh, but he's Austrian, so you know yeah. what, whatever. I got the, I got the gist. But yeah, so he can face Walter for 45 minutes, but, it, uh, but uh, Braun oh, Breaker. Rick Steiner's kid. Yeah, Rick Steiner's kid can beat him in under 20. <laughs> <laughs> There's some continuity errors there, my friends. But whatever. It is what it is. He can't take a spear, but he can eat Walter's chops. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Big, and, strong and, boy. And kick out of a powerbomb at one. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. But hey, you know, whatever. Big, strong uh, boy. <laughs> big, strong boy. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Braun Breaker ended up winning and unifying the NXT and UK titles. So, rest in peace, NXT UK. Which well, sucked. Yeah. So it was I hardly knew going. Going. Which yeah. is true. I don't think I've, because it's on the cock. Yeah. I, I watched it. I watched it every I week. Yeah, never seen a single episode, and that's that's on me. If it I, if I, if I would have had access, it wasn't to it, on the cack. It was I on the network. That. Well, it's the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> it's just funnier to call it that. The, the cack. cack. The pacock. The cack. That's right. No, but seriously, where they air the English and Spanish commentary at the same time? Oh yeah. <laughs> Whoopsie. <laughs> <laughs> this whole time, mm. if I would have had access to NXT Europe UK, then. I would have watched it. Maybe, yeah. Because I've heard nothing but good stuff. No, it's great. Oh, there it was, was great. So good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. If 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 there's one WWE brand that I could have compared to NWA, it probably would have been that one. No doubt. Yep. No doubt. It's too bad. Yep. Yep. They need to get rid of the blue ropes because it's not SmackDown. Oh, for NXT. Yeah. Yeah. Like we were talking about the the Sean, Sean's in charge have a green rope, a black rope, and a green rope. Yeah. Get like, since yeah, black and gold was Triple H's, and uh, they do away with this fucking unicorn vomit shit. Change everything to green. Green, the green and black will be the the, the Shawn Michaels NXT. Yeah, yeah. Have green ropes. Because well, I don't black remember ropes. who entranced with green, but it looked awesome. Uh, it was Gallus. Gallus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had all the green lights and stuff. Yeah, it it's like great. see Shawn. Yeah, it looks good. <laughs> and what a big surprise! Shawn Michaels got a big big promotion and a new title and no no doubt a raise when his buddy is. Uh, <laughs> You know, basically calling calling the shots now. So yeah, I just I just one look at that. I'm like, and I don't know if if Michaels has still got it when it comes to pro wrestling. I don't know if probably not. You know, just the whole thing kind of reeked of you know I'm hiring my buddy now to a big to a bigger better position. And mm-hmm. It's just like yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> fine. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, whatever. At least it's not. Uh, at least it's not Johnny Laryngitis or yeah, uh, yeah, no or Bruce you. Pritchard running it. My and name is John Laryngitis. People okay. power, <laughs> budget cuts. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, pal. Here's, here's I'm fired. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm fired. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine someone in the WWF sending themselves a FedEx. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm fine. Dear me. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Budget cuts. Good yeah. luck in your future endeavors. <laughs> Best of luck. Signed me. <laughs> Best of luck in my future endeavors. Yeah. I, 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 wanna, I would like to think that Triple H said that to him with just the cheekiest smile on his face. 
I hope so. Like just in that, like on that episode of Raw when Mick Foley got fired as commissioner and he was going through the back and like hugging people, and then he runs into Triple H and Triple H just like smiles at him and goes, "Have a nice day." (laughs) (laughs) Walks. That that's how I would have wanted it for Lauren Laurenitis instead, but without the hugging people and saying goodbye part. (laughs) Yeah, because I don't think because when you when you're in that and you're in that position and you have to do stuff like that and. Nobody likes you. No. Nobody you know, did like him. Yeah, especially if you're an asshole. Just because you're a CEO or you're higher up in a corporation, that doesn't mean the people on the lesser rung automatically have to hate you. Mm-hmm. If you're a decent guy... If, yeah. You know... If you and, look after your employees, then... then yeah, yeah, then people will like you. Like, I like to think that if I ever became the CEO of a major corporation, I would want to spend my Friday afternoon... Working downstairs in the mailroom, mm-hmm. okay, just hanging out or working with the janitor, yeah, okay, because I'm willing to bet the janitor of any corporation is a hell of a lot more interesting than most CEOs. Oh, for sure. And then you know when the time when it's four thirty or whatever, then I would be ordering beer and pizza and strippers and all that <laughs> for the mailroom, and like that's I I'd like to think that's the type of guy that I would be in. Anyone who knows me, I think would 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 agree with me. Yeah, you know? no, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not going to disagree with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just don't understand people that you're a decent guy going up the ladder. Why? How do you become an asshole now that you're up there? Mm. Ego. Yes. Yeah, like I guess so. It's what you wanted in the first place. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. And now it's time for the. Final marathon. Yeah, well, oh, I'm going to give NXT uh, Worlds Collide a horns up. Yeah, horns it up. Good, it was short but sweet. Mm-hmm. Two and a half hours. So, which and then is what, we took a well-needed break. Yeah, took a well-needed <laughs> break, went out on the patio, had some hot dogs, you know, had Fuck a couple the of drinks. <laughs> yeah, didn't, didn't watch the pre-show because, uh, uh, sorry, 15 matches or 14 matches, whatever. No, 15. 15. 15. There's four on the pre-show. 15 matches is too damn much. Yep. Like, even though there was three title matches on the pre-show, there was the... Was there the FTW championship? The only the... thing we really missed on the pre-show is Sammy getting hit by another golf cart. Yeah. Okay. And he, did you see that gif I sent where he dropped Ruby on her fucking head? Yeah. Broke her nose. <sighs> oh, geez. So, yeah, we're switching gears to All Out. Yeah. AEW All Out. Yeah. So, like, the pre-show, yeah, had three world title matches, none of which we watched. There was the AAA World, uh, world Mixed Tag Team title match, which involved Sammy and Tay and against Ortiz and Ruby. Then there was an FTW championship match. Hook defended against uh, Cool Hand Angelo Parker. Uh, there was an All-Atlantic championship match. Pac uh, defeated Kip Sabian. Like, yeah. Tony Khan thinks the Japanese is in the Atlantic for some reason. Yeah, yeah, that Japanese flag on that belt will always bug me. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh-huh. Even though that belt is beautiful. It is a beautiful belt, but Japan does not touch the Atlantic. No, no, I don't, I don't get <laughs> he it He was either. probably just like, oh, it's another flag. Yeah, it's like, we got to represent Japan. It's like, uh, yeah, but uh-huh. it's called the All-Atlantic. Ah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, and Eddie Kingston defeated uh, Tomohiro Ishii. And Apparently those... that was a war. Yeah, from what I heard, it was like those two watched uh, Walter versus Sheamus and went, amateurs. I'll have to watch that. So yeah. is the pre-show available on YouTube? Yeah, yeah you can just watch it anytime. Oh, okay. Yep. Maybe that's what I'll we do. We can watch it after Raw. Yeah, or I don't know if we'll be staying up that late. I do have to work at oh, 6 a.m. Oh, yeah, you work at 6 a.m. <laughs> so... <laughs> 
But starting off the main show proper was the casino ladder match, uh, which at first I was very surprised at because usually this goes on like three or four matches into the show. But mm-hmm. uh, the ending of it made a lo- had to make it a little more sense. So it was Wheeler Yuta, Penta El Cerro Miedo, Ray Phoenix, Roosh, Andrade El Idolo, and Dante Martin, and of course the Joker, all facing off in the casino ladder match to uh, determine the number one contender for the AEW World Championship. Now... Towards the end of this match, before the Joker came out, a bunch of people all dressed in black, wearing hoods, stormed the ring and took everybody out. So Retribution is now all elite, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, in all seriousness, this is uh, all the... I'm surprised I haven't seen any memes of that. I've, I've heard se- of, of several reviewers saying it reminded them of Retribution. Yeah, but, it's coming. It's yeah. coming. But uh, yeah, so these are it was all the guys who... Uh, who, uh, what was it? Stokely yeah, it was Stokely Hathaway too. was giving business cards too. So there was, yeah, Stokely Hathaway climbed the ladder and took the chip first of all, then took off the mask, and then it turned out uh, everybody else started unmasking. There was Ethan Page, <laughs> Lee Moriarty, Colton Gunn, Austin Gunn, and W. Morrissey. They were all part of this group, and then oh, the Joker finally came faction. out. Yeah, <laughs> the Joker finally came AEW out. W loves its factions. Mm-hmm. It does. Yep. The well, joke. they have a thousand members. They got to do something. Yeah, they, everyone, someone's got to get TV time. Yeah, but then finally the Joker came out, and it was a mystery man with a devil mask came out to sympathy of the or sympathy for the devil by the Rolling Stones. Mm-hmm. That very, was sweet. I love that. Very fitting, especially with the chorus. Pleased to meet you. Hope you guessed my name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, he was handed the chip by Stokely Hathaway. The bell rang. The Joker was declared the winner. He went to go on mask, but then teased the crowd completely and walked to the back. With his with his crew, that was brilliant. Yeah, that it was, was a, it was a very sports entertainmenty end to that match, but it uh, tied in to the it end works. of the show. It, it tied works. into the end of the show. Mm. So, um, uh, um match yeah. two of a thousand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was the tournament final for the inaugural AEW's trios uh, championships. Uh, the Elite, Kenny Omega, and the Young Bucks took on uh, Hangman Adam Page and Alex Reynolds and John Silver of the Dark Order. Uh, Gotta say, this match was a banger as I expected it, it to was, be. It and every, was. Every time Omega and Hangman were in the ring together, it was like, it was, it was like, man. Like, every move they hit was just fucking, like, uh, mm-hmm. brought back memories. <laughs> Good memories. <laughs> but uh, in the closing moments of the match, John Silver got the most amount of near falls, which I thought some of them were actually going to be legit. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, uh, in the end, Hangman accidentally hit John Silver with the, uh, with the buckshot and was held down while being while John Silver was being pinned. And yeah, so the Elites are your first ever trios champions or six-man tag team champions. Ring of Honor still has those, right? The six-man tag yep. team titles? Okay. Oh yeah, the Dalton Castle and the boys. The boys, the boys, the the boys, boys got those. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, this is Kenny Omega's first match back. Oh no. His, no. Uh, Second he, or third? Yeah, uh, third because he was in the tournament uh semifinals and quarterfinals so. oh right yeah right right but yeah but re- regardless like who didn't see omega winning this well with all the reports that tony khan held off on introducing the trio settles until kenny omega got back it seemed a little <laughs> bit obvious yeah mm-hmm. uh. as the kids would say a little sus <laughs> <laughs> is that how you use that word i don't know <laughs> but i think that was after my time yeah but either way that was a 20-minute banger, and I loved it. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too. And S- Silver is going to be a star. 
I'm surprised he already is. Yeah, like uh, like he's he's amazing mm-hmm. and just keeps getting better. You know, every every time I see him, so like guys do something with him. Yeah, like I know he's only like five foot, couple inches, but and like, that works. Yeah, and that works. Like let him always be the underdog. Mm-hmm. Like there's nothing wrong with a good David and Goliath story. Yeah. For sure. You know, it goes back to the Bible. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Exactly. So. <laughs> Have a match. Three. Yeah. <laughs> I know. We had, yeah, the next match was for the TBS championship. Jade Cargill defending against Athena. Bullshit. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't think she has enough. Like, they're, they're, they're stoking, or stoking, <laughs> stacking up wins for her, but I don't think she stacked up enough wins to break the streak yet, in, in my opinion. So I, I didn't think she was going to win, but Athena should have fucking won. Should have, but still pissed off know. about that. Maybe Chris Statlander will be the one to beat her when she gets back from injury. I don't know. In a year. Is it going to be a year? Well, like, she tore her other knee or her ACL. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe, maybe that maybe, yeah, maybe Jay Cargill's thing will go for that long. So <sighs> I don't know. Yeah. Is being the Shaq's cousin really carry that much weight? Apparently. Yeah, in a sport that's not basketball, <laughs> I guess. Her, How does that work? They should have had her loose for Athena to Athena, have Jade fuck off for a year and train, and then come back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. Well, it's, no, I don't. I, well, I don't get it. The match was only four minutes long, so that's <laughs> that doesn't help things yeah. either. But no. I've made my opinion of on Cargill well documented on this show. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'll we just, all have. Yeah. She's just Shaq's cousin. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's all. Yep. Yeah. Next. <laughs> next. All right. Next up was another six man tag match. Uh, Wardlow and FTR taking on uh, fucking Lethal. Yeah, Le- Jay Lethal and uh, the Motor City Machine. This guns. was good. It was a good match, and uh, I'm glad everybody got a good showing. But yeah, and like they incorporated. Uh, uh, Dax Harwood's daughter into the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, like, yeah, Sanjay Dutt came out wearing a shirt that said, fight like an eight-year-old brat. brat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but he got his comeuppance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and when the match when the, when the match was over, after Wardlow was done delivering his powerbomb symphonies to, to was it Chris Sabin? I think it was. I think so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Chris Sabin. Yeah. And, yeah then, and, then, and then got the win. They all celebrated, and then, yeah, Dax's little girl came back out. They t- they took Sanjay Dutt's pencil. She broke it in half, and then <laughs> and then they uh, uh, whether well, they they beat him down, and then she pinned him. She pinned yep. him. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice, was, cute little moment. It was. Mm. It it was. And I don't know if I've said this on the show, like when they first did it, but the first promo, the first time he said, Fight "Yeah, like a ten year old girl, eight year old girl." Yeah, just like, oh fuck. Yeah. Like, well, that little girl's oh, been just, oh, that little girl's geez. been through some shit. <laughs> like, yeah, like, I know, and it's it's wow, mm-hmm. wow, yeah, no, like she's my hero. Yep, mm. like not everybody survives a hole in a, a hole in the heart. <laughs> That's right. Nope. Yeah. That's right. But no, good for her. It was like she'll she'll be able to watch that when she's all grown <laughs> up and <laughs> like, hey, when I was eight years old. That's right. What were you doing when yeah. you were eight? I pinned Sanjay Dutt. <laughs> He's a former X Division champion, if you didn't know. <laughs> yeah. And then another, yeah, next up on the card again, Powerhouse Hobbs took on Ricky Starks. Uh, another surprisingly short match. And we all thought that Ricky Starks was going to take this one, but yeah. Hobbs ended up coming out the victor with a 
what was it with he won with a power slam I think in five minutes or a spine buster one of the yeah a spine buster I think yeah it was it was it seemed like it was over before it even began because I I expected these two to fight each other for a good long time mm-hmm. but they've no. been building it up for a while and... yeah like the the promos uh, going into it from Starks were fucking phenomenal the way he turned on him was great how he actually attacked his neck his surgically mm-hmm. repaired neck. And yeah, like I'm surprised it only got five minutes. But then again, on a card that's got fifty. Yeah, when you got seventy five matches on the on the card, it's you kind of have to squeeze something in. Yeah, or shorten shorten a couple of things. It just sucked that one of them was a uh, the one of them was one of their women's titles, and the other one was a match that's actually been getting a really good build. But, right. Yeah. But oh well, some I fear the the cracks are starting to show in the foundation of all elite wrestling. Yeah, uh, we'll get to that in a bit. Yeah, Tony. Tony's been <laughs> Tony's spreading himself a little too thin. Next up for the world tag team titles, Swerve in our glory, Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland, defending against the acclaimed match of the night. Match of the night for Definitely. sure. Yeah, uh, I, 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 I got to say that. Too. Yeah, like it was great. Like nothing, nothing about this was boring. Like all four competitors were phenomenal. I. Yeah, what more can you say? They went back and forth. They told a good story. Yeah, like it's just. I've heard a lot of people say that they were mad that they didn't call an audible and have the acclaimed win. Uh, I honestly thought that's the way they were going because they, the acclaimed are over huge right now. Oh, they are. They're big, and it's not because they got pushed. They're over huge organically. I oh think yeah, it it's because. Because of the the raps as they come in, that's getting people's attention. Yeah, Cal well, Caster's doing that all. Like that's all. Uh, uh, what's the word? Freestyle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> improv- You're not much of a rapper, I can tell. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, no, I knew I, I knew it wasn't called improv rapping. <laughs> it, it had a term. <laughs> like, but, you know, he freestyles all, those all the time. And uh, that and, like, Bowen's interacting with the crowd, mm. just shouting out the name of the city, and, like, and also now that Billy Gunn's aligned with them, the whole scissor me daddy ass thing. <laughs> okay, that's the, that, one, the one thing. I, I don't understand that. Okay. I'm sure us being guys with a pulse, we know what scissoring is. Oh, yeah. Okay, and who does it? The acclaimed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the acclaimed. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, no. no I, don't, I, don't, I don't get it. Well, if it okay. makes you uncomfortable, then whatever. Well, it just this doesn't make any so sense. So I got to buy that shirt now to bug snow. The scissor me down. Yeah. yeah <laughs> there's so much. There's so, first of all, it's, it's males. And the whole daddy thing, even when it's a guy and a girl, mm. and the girl calls the guy daddy and all that, I'm kind of like, uh, mm. to each their own. Yeah, mm. no, and I, I get it. It's not supposed to be anything incestuous or anything, but it's just, no, no, no. I would not want Mrs. Snowy calling me daddy mm. at that moment. Shall 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 we say? It's no, okay. that's fair. No, yeah, not but, for everybody. But hey, don't don't kink shame. Yeah, don't, no, <laughs> I wouldn't do that. No, no, I just I don't I I don't get it. But whoever's gonna do you do you. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, next. Anyway, yeah. So Swerve and Our Glory retained, and yeah, match of the night. They went for over twenty minutes. It was phenomenal. It was. Uh, next, fatal four-way to determine the interim AEW Women's World Champion because Thunder Rosa is uh, is either it. injured or the heat bullshit. Though. Yeah, surrounding her. Apparently, she's got some heat on her. So it was 
Tony Storm, Britt Baker, Jamie Hayter, and Hikaru Shida. Uh, a lot of back and forth in this one. Really good. Way better than the previous women's match, I can tell you that much. Mm-hmm. But, like, not, not taking anything away against Athena. Athena's great. <laughs> but, uh, right. yep. Take all away from Jade. No. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> But, but no, uh, the, the, this this match was fantastic. They had, mm-hmm. they had the four right people doing this. Yep, and I believe the right woman storyline wise won. It was for so, sure. Yeah, yeah. Like Tony Storm finally. Uh, I don't think she's no. She never. Aside from the NXT UK Women's Title, she never held a title in WWE. No, no. So now she's the world champion of the other of, of their competition. And that, which is, I assume from there, you know, they're they're going to continue with Baker versus Hater. Yeah, they're yeah that that looks like they're splitting up. So, right, right. Yeah. And That'll be a when, number one contender. When mm-hmm. when Thunder Rosa comes back for her title, sorry, I'm a Thunder Rosa fan. Mm-hmm. Okay, when she comes back, Tony will beat her. It's 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 gonna be good. It, mm-hmm. the, the angle with her and Storm is gonna be fantastic. Mm-hmm. Considering they had the thunderstorm, thunderstorm, thing, <laughs> which which that's great. That works. Yeah. That works so well. People and were now, saying, you know, I didn't watch the media scrum part with Tony, but some people were saying that she was burying her without burying her. Hmm. Burying Thunder Rosa. Well, then make it make make it part of the story. It's going to be fantastic when when the, when Rosa comes back. The only, the only part of the story that I didn't like was how, like, when they found out uh, initially when Rosa and uh, Storm were supposed to be facing each other at All Out for the title, they were just like, oh, Really? Oh, but we're best friends. How can this be? But it's just like you two literally faced each other at Forbidden Door <laughs> two months ago. <laughs> like, like this isn't that much. This shouldn't be much of a shock. <laughs> like, but I digress. Either wow. Way. But uh, yeah, it was a, it was a really good match. The right woman won. All four women had a great showing. Can't complain. Fought for fifteen solid minutes, so it was great. Uh, next up. Luchasaurus versus uh, Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy versus Christian. Oh, yeah. Damn it. It's been a long weekend. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was basically Luchasaurus. Yeah, it was basically. Yeah, he, he, he did because, more than either of the other two. Right, because, like, well, it actually turned out that Christian Cage was actually injured and couldn't. That's why he didn't actually do any wrestling in this match. And I why, guess that stomp uh, he took from Jungle Boy legit did something. Maybe, yeah. Because, like, from bell to bell, it was only 20 seconds. <laughs> so. Mm. Yeah, oh, Lu- I, I hope Jungle Boy posts a photo of his back today. Yeah, hopefully. Because holy shit. Yeah, yeah. Ju- Luchasaurus came out, basically... Mauled him. Mauled him, Choke beat him down, yeah. powerbombed him on the graders. Oh yeah, power- powerbombed him on the graders, and, yeah. And like, that, that set up the easy victory for Christian. Mm-hmm. Which that was, I guess that was the way to go. Yep. Oh well. <laughs> but yeah, so this is gonna... I, I'm actually all for this, because like... Now this just this is going to make Jungle Boy even more pissed off, and when eventually he does get a win over Christian Cage, it's going to seem all all the sweeter. Oh yeah, so definitely this is a feud that is actually being built really well in my mm-hmm. opinion. So yeah, and Christian Cage just plays such a good heel. Like every time he comes, oh, yeah. when he insults the city that they're in, I love it so much. <laughs> uh, he's so good at that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his interaction with Jungle Boy's mother, and then yeah. his mother slapping him. And- yep. You know, like that, that worked mm-hmm. that for worked. sure. For sure. But like, like I said last night, it kind of pisses me off. Like here's a woman at ringside slap some, some wrestler. No problem. I do it one time. Yeah. And I end up in the slammer. Like what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> what the hell is going on around here? It's unfair. Damn it. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> next up, uh, another, well, 
maybe the second best match of the night. Uh, Daniel or Brian Danielson, <laughs> Daniel Brian Danielson, DVD, yeah, versus the Lionheart Chris Jericho, coming out to White Zombie and his old well, re- okay, replica pants, but all the the rest of it was his old gear, right. as, as far as we've been made aware. Uh, yeah, really good match from these two. Uh, the wrong, I didn't expect Jericho to win, nor did I think he should have. Uh, definitely thought. Uh, Brian Danielson should have uh, come out the winner mm-hmm. for this one. But what do I know? <laughs> Maybe this is Jericho just pulling rank, pulling a pulling authority. I don't know. But either way, I, I definitely thought Danielson should have won. And uh, <laughs> But, oh well. Yeah, well, that just keeps the program it was, going. It was still a good match. <laughs> Nothing, <laughs> can't take it away from <laughs> that. So, uh, and that whole program with uh, Daniel Garcia still going on and the will he, won't he quit the JAS and Join the Blackpool Combat Club, which I think eventually he eventually will, will. Yeah. and then we're going to get Garcia Jericho. Yep, mm-hmm. and hopefully Garcia comes out on the top of that feud mm-hmm. when it eventually ends. But again, we'll see. Time will tell. And next up, yet another six-man tag team match: <laughs> Darby Allen, Sting, and Miro taking on the House of Black. Uh, pretty good match. Uh. I honestly did not expect Sting, Darby, and Miro to get the win, much less Sting getting the win. I thought Miro, or he sprayed the, or no, Sting didn't get the win. Sting sprayed the mist in the eyes of Malachi Black. Right. Didn't look like there was much mist at all, if there even was any. I didn't mm-hmm. personally yeah, see Yeah, you, you saw something. A little bit on. When you slowed it down. Okay. Or like Like when they when they did the slow-mo, you could see something. Okay. But yeah. at the time, I yeah, I was a little confused. I'm like, mm-hmm. why is he blowing in his face? It's the why, invisible mist. Why Why is that? Why is he falling down from that? The clear mist. Yeah. The clear mist. That <laughs> sounds like what? a DDT thing. Chris, crystal mist. <laughs> the crystal mist. <laughs> they just spray crystal Pepsi. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that would burn more than whatever the hell else the mist is. Yeah, mist whatever is made the hell of. that was. <laughs> that would burn more than water and food coloring. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'm thinking with Sting blowing mist like that, that had to have been an homage to the great matches he had in 89 with... With the great Muda. Oh, I, I, I'm, yeah. I'm thinking. Of course, you know. I'm, surpri- I'm, almost, I'm almost surprised his makeup wasn't black with, with uh, white stripes. <laughs> well, <laughs> apparently Muda's retiring next year, so well, should we I, get Sting I, and Muda one more? I already assumed that he had been. And, yeah. And you want to give me Sting and Muda? Okay, great. Yeah, the match is going to suck because they're both three days older than dirt, but like, I don't care. Muda's a champion I, I, in Japan I'll now. I'll see these guys. Keiji I'll watch Muda. these guys. Well, then maybe he's still got it going on. He's still doing moonsault. Oh, that's fantastic. And how old is he? 60? Yeah. yeah. He's got to be up there. Yeah, well, Sting's 63, I think. He's right. so, jumping yeah. off right. shit. You're not New Jack. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, but Muda! <laughs> what, what's, what Sting is doing... Like he's not gonna, he's not St- going to be Steve Borden. <laughs> he's he's not going to be putting on any hard hitting five stars. No, he's he's not putting you know. on any more Ric Flair matches like he was. Right. Like, yeah. Right. He's he's going to do the bare minimum, but what he's going to I do mean, is going to look a good. Better final match than Rick. Oh well, that's not saying much. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Who's to say this is even Flair's last match? Yeah, fucking better be. That was disappointing. Only Ric Flair can say if it's Ric Flair's last match for sure. Yeah, Yeah. but yeah, House of Black uh, ended up losing. Uh, Darby (laughs) Allen pinned uh, uh, 
Malachi after the the mist spot. And uh, this wasn't shown on camera, but apparently after when they were leaving, uh, Malachi Black turned to the crowd, blew them a kiss, took a bow, waved goodbye, and Brody and uh, and Buddy Matthews hugged him, which is not very out of character for a goth heel. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, rumor is is that he's taken some time off. Uh, to get the to, mental health. Yeah, for health mental needs. health reasons. Yeah. So uh, whatever he's going through, I hope he gets better and finds what he needs to yeah. get. So. He's a hell of an athlete, and I, yeah, I don't know if this is the end of his run in AEW altogether, but I or guess... like what Snowy likes to say, now, and now all of these fucking marks yeah. are like, oh, if he's going back because his wife got resigned. Yeah, well, who knows? Like, who knows really? Like, uh, like this time last year, we were all dead set that everyone wanted to go to AEW, and now that's not the case. So. Mm-hmm. So was Cody right? Yeah, it would. <laughs> Cody seemed to be the beginning of all of this. So. <laughs> he left before comeback. Yeah, maybe. Either way, it's going to give us a lot of fodder for this show. Oh, the absolutely. Six months. Yeah. yeah. Now it's time for the second main event. Third. <laughs> all right. Yeah. It's been a long weekend. Yeah. Singles match for the AEW World Championship. John Moxley, who just became undisputed champion, like a little over a week ago. Defending against CM Punk in Chicago. What other way was this match gonna go? Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, really. <laughs> like, if Mox would have won, the building would have got destroyed. Well, I don't know about that. Like, he seemed to, even though he was like the out of towner, he seemed to get a good reaction on Dynamite when he came out. Like, but of course, Punk, that whole thing with Ace Steel and CM Punk on Dynamite. Like hyping up this match, and then CM Punk going into the crowd, and that whole mm-hmm. "We Are Chicago" thing. And then you like, see the yeah. fan holding up his infant. Yeah, that yeah, was actually that's pretty a, funny. That's another thing. It's like, <laughs> oh my god, the, the take the, my the, child. The, the internet wrestling community has just gone berserk about this. About, <laughs> I thought, I thought you it know, was like, hilarious. Terrible parenting. I can't believe you did this. Sign yeah. my kid. Yeah. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's like okay, I, I, I've. I, I, I don't know. I've seen couples with really young kids, maybe not that young at concerts, but they had the big hearing protector headphones. Mm-hmm. Oh, this head, meme is great. Head over, over, over them. And really, apart from maybe putting them up in the air like that around a lot of other people, like how much danger was the kid really in? Just if you take an infant to, to a show, if you're holding the child the whole time. Yeah, you, you know, I think I think people made a whole lot of nothing, and this is coming from a parent. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's definitely something I never would have brought little Snowy to anything like that at that age. No, no, but I think this totally got blown away. I will say though, on Cornette's podcasts. He has a thing about, okay, the fans are getting excited about something, you know, they're popping, they're cheering, babies are being thrown into the air and all that. Okay, people, that's just an expression. <laughs> okay. Matt, look at the chat. Let's, let's, let's don't really throw your kids in the air. And I'm right. thinking, well, I don't know. This might be the beginning of that. I don't know. Doesn't this meme remind you of Cornette? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a stick figure drawing. Yeah. Okay. Oh God! If there's people listening to this that don't know what stick figures are, oh. well, I, I'm, so. I'm, I would hope so. I would hope so. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a 
group of people sitting on a couch watching AEW. And then the guy walks up to them and goes, AEW is just indie flippy bullshit. It's where all the WWE rejects go. Quit having fun. That's Cornette. Mm. <laughs> no, it's true. <laughs> it's true. But yeah, like uh, I remember like before the pandemic on an episode of Raw, someone had a baby in the crowd. Uh, and when the Street Profits won their match, they actually went in. They went they went into the crowd and like Montez Ford was holding the baby and mm-hmm. dancing with it and the baby was just smiling away. And that's <laughs> how that episode that's how that episode of Raw ended. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> uh-huh. Didn't hear any criticisms from people over that. Nope. Uh-huh. But they were just like sign my child. Yeah. Sign my kid, yeah. Just holding him up like fucking Simba. But yeah, Punk won. Yeah, Punk won. <laughs> And the match was, it went almost 20 minutes, and he won clean, too. Mm-hmm. Like, he won, like, there was that spot where, what, what, what happened? He, like, knocked Moxie into the ropes, and then Moxie fell, like, on, he like unconscious. With, he hit him with the GTS. GTS, and then he bounced he, off the Yeah, he bounced off the ropes on and him. flopped onto his shoulders. And then they had that shot where, like, CM Punk looked up at the hard cam with the blood running down his face. Good shot, but didn't have the effect I think they were hoping for. Mm-hmm. Because everyone was just kind of like rolling their eyes, like, "Oh, here we go. CM Punk's gonna win." And what did he do? Yeah, and he so he hits another GTS, pins him, wins the title like a week and a bit after he lost it. So like shortest AEW World Title reign right there from Moxley. Yeah, mm-hmm. probably. Yeah. 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 And then, and then the lights cut out. Okay, wouldn't wouldn't be an AEW pay per view ending yeah, without or that wrestling happen. in general. I don't know who's running the lights at wrestling shows, but mm. it's terrible. <laughs> should, yeah, be Someone tripped over just, a cable. Yeah, yeah. Every show, like, yeah. What the fuck? Who knows? But <laughs> yeah. So the lights cut out, and then on the screen, uh, it, like it, an image of so I don't remember what the image was of. It was like just speakers or whatever. But then plays a. Uh, voice message like a cell phone voice message it was tony khan talking to someone saying hey we need you to come back i'll put you in the casino royal ladder match i won't make you sign an extension i'll pay you a bleep and then Mm -hmm. he's like just please come back and then after that wraps up it played a little snippet of punk's uh ring of honor promo saying that the that he's a snake and that the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was Convincing that convincing you people that he didn't he exist. Never existed, yeah. Yeah, and then after that, the man in the devil mask who won the casino battle royale comes onto the screen, turns around, takes the mask off. Who else's hair is that gonna fucking be? He says <laughs> says, I am the devil himself, as he puts a Burberry scarf over his neck. And again, haven't seen his face. Yeah. Who is it? Is I wonder who it could oh, be. Hmm. <laughs> and then of course Is it? Can it be? It is! <laughs> so yeah, and then MJF's, MJF's music hits, crowd pops like crazy, gets an MJF chant in Chicago after CM Punk just won the world title. Yeah, very yeah. bizarre. So he comes out, does the whole motion with his uh, hands on his waist saying, he's like, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna win the championship. So whether they're going to save this for full gear, if they're going to do it at the Arthur Ashe Stadium show in a few weeks, uh, I don't know. But, well, so yeah, MJF's Time back. We all, we all got worked. We yeah. all got worked. We, we, yeah. we, we really didn't know whether this whole thing was a work or a shoot or a work, shoot, shooty, work. Yeah, shoot, I, shoot, work, I think, shoot, I think shoot, it's a work, work shoot. shoot. Like it's, yeah. it's, it's something that happened backstage and like his said, frustrations. Let's, let's use it. Yeah. His frustrations were real, but they got smoothed over and they used it for storyline purposes. Mm-hmm. So, 
Because we all we all knew that MJF still had two years on his contract. So yeah, regardless, twenty twenty four. Yeah, he wasn't going anywhere. No, like what's he gonna do? Sit at home for two years and get paid? Like, yeah, they're not gonna let him do that. No, and he's not, not at he's all. He's not gonna show up in in Trips Land. I guess nope. I should start that. Yep, Levesque Land. You know, Levesque Land. <laughs> there we are. I like that. Yeah. That's that's got a nice ring to it. Yeah, it's got, yeah. got, got the alliteration. <laughs> that's right. Totally but, works. But uh, yeah, like good ending to the show. Not quite as good as last year's All Out when Adam Cole and Brian Danielson made their debut. Oh but yeah, which and, today and it was a year today. A year today. Yeah, can't wow. believe that was a year ago. Mm. <laughs> How time flies. <laughs> but yeah, and again, what a difference a year makes. But it was a great way to end the show. The I I love when wrestling shows have things that like tie the beginning and the end together, and show right. that that. Uh, for the for that reason, that made me love the ladder match all that much more. Even, oh, definitely. Yeah. Oh, so, the CM Punk media scrum afterwards. My God. Well, first, for, well, uh, oh. before before we get into that, uh, I'm going to give uh, all out of thumbs or horns up. Definitely. So, yeah. 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 Horns way up. I loved every minute of it. Yeah. Horns up. The only all out I didn't really like all that much was the pandemic one, but that was eh, not much we can do about that. Yeah, <laughs> that was the one where Matt Hardy almost cracked his head open. <laughs> yeah, where Sammy almost killed him. Yeah, for sure. But anyway, yeah, good ending. Looking forward to Dynamite. So, yeah, won't be watching it live because we'll be awake. Yep. So exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And then you got a show the next night. Yep. And then mm-hmm. I, and then I got to work. Yep. And work more. Mm-hmm. So much work. Yeah. All, all, all this work and other pop cultural interests are all yeah. all interfering in our wrestling world. Yeah, what like, the hell, what the man? Hell? Yeah. <laughs> but I'm looking forward to hearing MJF's comeback promo. That's going to be scathing. It, it should be good. It <laughs> yeah. should be good. Yeah. They'll the whatever now TBS right? Uh, yeah, it's on TBS. Yeah. TBS will want him banned again. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Anyway, moving right on, uh, media scrum, as we were saying. Oh, jeez, yeah. yeah. Let's go over this quick. Yeah. I didn't watch the whole thing. We just watched the CM Punk portion of it, and my God, he, he came off as a fucking brat. He's not happy. No. He's, he's, he's not happy. Fight like a 50-year-old brat. Yeah. I'm sure, <laughs> I, I'm sure he's got gri- legit gripes, but I'm like, with every side of you know with every disagreement or whatever yeah there's two sides i'm sure everyone that he had a beef with you know um those people when he had ripped on cabana for yeah he was ripping yeah. on cold cabana like so, talking about money that they were owed that's that should be between them between like, them yeah. yeah even in a work shoot even if you, you shouldn't make there's just some certain things that you just shouldn't certain talk about. lines you shouldn't cross yeah, yeah yeah and and that's one you know especially about People's personal, you know, talk talking about Colt Cabana sharing a bank, bank account, account with his mother. Yeah, yeah nobody needs to big, know that. Big fucking deal. Like, I live with my mother-in-law. She's yeah. elderly now. She needed a place to move in. Like, we moved her in. And, like, her, I don't have a bank account with her, but her finances contribute to... The household. To the household. Yep. And I, I, no, could I, win, I could win the lottery tomorrow she would still insist on contributing that, mm-hmm. you know, and that's, that's good. No, it's just good etiquette. It's <laughs> yeah, etiquette. It's, proper, like, yeah. it's proper, proper etiquette. Yep. So I, and it was poor etiquette on Punk's part, like to bring that. To bring Cole that, Cabana's that, personal that, shit yeah, into it. Yeah, that shit in. Like that's, 
That's definitely not right. I'm yeah. glad at least it wasn't on TV. TV. No, it was. It was all over YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but uh, yeah, and then he goes on to start uh, insulting uh, Hangman Adam Page and uh, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. Mm-hmm. Like, you can just see Tony's and, heartbreak. Yeah, Tony looks so uncomfortable for that whole. Oh thing. yeah, because like, he's got to he's got to be the mediator between all these people. Yep, and he's got to be impartial, and you know he's. It's it's like when two of your friends get into a minor spat, mm-hmm. and you're kind of like, uh, "Don't involve me." Yeah, like, and no, and no matter what, you're as that third person, you're always uncomfortable. Yeah, your name, yep. your name, inevitably comes up, and you're just like, "Hey, leave me out of this." That's right. <laughs> then That's you're right. in the middle. Yeah, suck. You're, mm-hmm. Yeah, you're in the middle, just like looking at both of the parties, just going, "Okay, okay, 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 <laughs> okay, okay." <laughs> and then it's like, "Fuck you both. Figure yeah. it out." <laughs> yeah, you're both grown ass adults. Figure your own yeah. shit out. Leave me out of it. I got beers to drink. <laughs> Get a pro. Had it street. with this shit. <laughs> yeah. So it, it was enjoyable. Like as for an for entertainment value, like Punk's media scrum. Okay, especially since while he's talking. He's opening up these cans. He's got like of these lime sodas, these sodas or whatever. He's eating cake. Yeah, some, eating some sort of cake. Or yeah, whatever. He's like, I forget the name yeah. of the bakery, but he's like, yeah, you want to check out this bakery? Yeah, Marcy's Bake or whatever. He's like in Chicago, <laughs> great place. They're closed on Mondays and Tuesdays. <laughs> like, cool, man. He's chewing on this stuff. He sees someone out of the corner of his eye, and he kind of. <laughs> you want some? Yeah, yeah. He, he kind of motions to the person beside him, like, "Hey, you you want you some? Want some you, cake? you you want a bite? You yeah. Want some, what are your thoughts like... on MJF coming back? Well, apparently Tony wants me to wrestle pricks. Yeah, he's ma- he's <laughs> yeah. making me work with pricks. Making like... work with pricks. It's like, oh my god. Okay, this is. I'm old. Ugh. I'm sore, and I'm working with children. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I'm sore. Yeah, I'm sorry if I see him a little snappy. <laughs> but <laughs> like, we've all talked to people in that way when we've had bad days. Oh yeah. Apologized yeah. in a in a rather stern tone. Yeah. But yeah. And then apparently after the whole thing, there was a scrap. Yeah, like there's uh, footage of while during the Rich Swan one. Rich Sorry, Swan. God damn Dustin! it, Dustin. <laughs> Swerve Strickland. Swerve whoops. And, Swerve and Keith Lee. While Swerve and Keith Lee were having their part of the media scrum, a security guard was seen running out of the room. Yep. Because uh, apparently there was a heated scrap between CM Punk and uh, Kenny Omega yeah. and the Young Bucks and A Steel. A Steel wow. got in there too. Yeah. Apparently Punk threw a chair at Nick Jackson's face. And... Yeah, and apparently A Steel bit Kenny Omega. <laughs> yeah. Like, holy <laughs> oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. So Nick Jackson's going to show up on Dynamite like that one old WWF episode where Hogan just randomly showed up with a black eye? Yep, <laughs> probably. But, uh, you know, after the whole MGF thing, I, is this a work shoot? I don't <laughs> yeah, know. Like, yeah. like, Or is CM Punk just that insufferable of a human being that his coworkers have to get in physical altercations with him and threaten to walk out on the company? Like, because that's what the the Bucks and Omega threatened to walk out on AEW mm-hmm. because of the the shit that he was saying. Like, and wow, yeah, and like when that even that promo back in March when Hangman was bringing up shit, it's like it's a promo. Yeah, fucking get over it. Yeah, then he went goes into business for himself, calling Hangman out when he wasn't supposed to, knowing that he wouldn't come out. Yeah, come on. Yeah, does the C and C M stand for coward? <laughs> <laughs> I lo- um, like that, that intro. W- w- watch him cut a promo on us now. <laughs> He's going to cut a scathing promo on all of us. That intro to that one being the elite was great, though. 
when they're like holding back Hangman. No, you can't go out. You can't go out. Yeah. And he's just like, let me go. Let me go. Yeah. No, you're not supposed to. <laughs> that was good. Mm-hmm. That was pretty funny. But yeah, the whole thing left kind of a bad taste in my mouth. And uh, whether it was a shoot or whether it was a work shoot, shooty McWork face, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> don't work yourself into a shoot, brother. Regardless, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with yeah, the next couple where of this weeks. is going to develop. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, it's like uh, either either Tony Khan is just depending on work shoots to try and get reactions from people, or he just does not. Like the cracks are starting to show in the foundation of all elite wrestling. I don't know. It could be either one. <laughs> it's, uh, uh, he's losing control of his superstars or wrestlers. Excuse me. There we go. Oh. There we go. The world of professional wrestling has a lot of very... Okay, the word gimmick can mm-hmm. be used for a lot of things. Yep. For, like, the... I hate this word, but the character in the ring well, they can are, be the gimmick. I don't know why that bothers you so much. They are a character. Yeah, but I... It's no different from an actor playing a character, no, if you think it, about there's, it. There's, there's having character, okay. and then there's being a character. Right. Two totally different things. I guess, I guess. <laughs> okay, I just... Okay, because... When I when I when I say I don't like a character, I just like an athlete in the ring. Old mm-hmm. the, the, that's the old schooler in me. Mm-hmm. You know, like Vern Gagne, Nick Bockwinkel, Harley Race, Dusty Rhodes. While some of those guys had character, they weren't characters. The Undertaker was a character. Fair enough. You know the oh, the Bushwhackers, the Ultimate Warrior, like Hillbilly Jim, Hulk was, Hogan. Hulk Hogan <laughs> was yeah. So that's 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 kind of a gimmick. Another gimmick. Our merch, selling selling shirts, the, mm-hmm. the pictures, the seven by ten pictures or whatever it eight is, by no, eight, eight, eight by ten, by yeah. Those, you know, in pro wrestling speak, were gimmicks. Mm-hmm. Another gimmick, and this is something that I wanted to get to tonight's in with tonight with our turnbuckle talk, is the kind of the gimmicks that also kind of served. As weapons, yeah. as well, you, you know, the, the, it, it was a gimmick that was part of a character, an extension of their body, yeah. right, yeah. right. But it also ended up being part of part of the match, part of the show, inevitably, of, yeah, right, be. right. Mm-hmm. And when you just kind of sit down and think about it, it's like pro wrestling had a lot of them, mm-hmm. and a lot of them worked worked really well. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I thought, okay, let's let's sit down and kind of go over these. And the first one that I thought of is the most famous one, the most blatant one, mm-hmm. was Jim Cornette's tennis racket. Oh uh, yeah, because because he was a spoiled rich kid who <laughs> was, was who belonged to a country club. Right, yeah. right. And what sport did rich people play? Well, they played tennis or tennis or golf. Golf. Yeah. Polo, water, you know, or you know, tetherball or some yeah, shit. Yeah, I don't know. You know, they, it's not like they were playing <clears throat> football or hockey or rugby. No, they get their or, clothes dirty. No, right, of course not. Right, and that, that fit Cornet's, you know, persona yeah. of being the spoiled rich kid. Mm-hmm. It worked so well, and you know, bringing the tennis racket to the ring. Okay, mm-hmm. that eventually could become a weapon, and it did. 
Yeah, I'm and sure it works so well. I'm sure the new Midnight Express won many matches with that tennis racket. They did, yeah. they did. The one time that I saw Crockett Promotions is they they came up here for one one match, one card. I want to say 80, 88. Mm. And it, I it was thought of yet. It was right. <laughs> um, I was two. <laughs> yeah. It was right after the Midnight Express had turned face and they were defending against who would eventually become the Bushwhackers. But back then in the territory days, they were known as the Sheep Herders, mm-hmm. Luke, Luke Williams and Butch Miller. Yeah, I think you've talked about who, this before. Who were very different. Rings a bell. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> the, the Bushwhackers, yeah, I don't imagine those. <laughs> well, they were doing like the hardcore shit before there was before there was right. hard, Before there was hardcore. Right. Those barbed like, wire matches down in Puerto Rico were fantastic. The Bushwhackers definitely screams of a Vince McMahon creation. Yes, me, so. it, <laughs> it definitely was. I w- so. wouldn't expect them to be like that nwa of all places <laughs> right <laughs> so. right so that that jc that jcw or j j yeah j jim crockett yeah that crockett one, promotions yeah uh, you know that one card up here the the newly baby-faced midnights were defending against the sheep herders and cornets <laughs> cornets racket did come into play when bob eaton took it to mm-hmm. to one of them and all that so that that was really cool to see mm-hmm. okay and unfortunately crockett never did make it back that is not cool to see but i'm glad i got to see it at least at least once that that racket apparently has also come out over cornet's podcast and all that mm-hmm. it's self-defense as well oh, he's course. had to use that to defend himself because Fans back, would, back, yeah, yeah back in the territory days Okay, especially down south. Okay, those fans were rabid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there well, was his old so much passion. With New Jack, like when he was, it was like the Midnight Express or New Midnight Express or one of them against New Jack and Mustafa. Right. Oh, in Texas, go out there and make white people mad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they would go out into the streets, across the street, and fight in traffic. Wow. Mm-hmm. And people in Texas seeing two black dudes beat up two white dudes in the middle of the street. Yeah, that's that's, that's not gonna that, go over that, well. That's, no, that's, no, that's <laughs> not, not in dangerous. Texas. No. Nope. <laughs> no. Well, see, but, but that's the passion. You, you know, like okay, and you see, you see that every once in a while. Well, that's yeah, also it, it, it's something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, those during the territory days, there was so much passion mm-hmm. and all that. Like everyone knew that it was a show, but they didn't care. Yeah, you know, and so some of those heels, some some nights, they had to get out of there like in a hurry with 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 their lives, and sometimes Coronet had to swing that racket at. Just people in the audience, mm-hmm. just 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 to defend himself. So. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, yeah he needs yeah. another whack over the head with that fucking thing, though. Well, <laughs> probably a couple. Yeah, it's, it's, he's he's had his share. He's had his share. Like the Rock and Roll Express has given him a couple chair whacks over the years, and all and all that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And if you're gonna mention one of the most famous moments. On uh, on Crockett's TBS shows in history was the day that Jim Cornette in a white tux 
got busted wide open. It's so famous to the point now. Cornet has his own variant where he's covered in the crimson mask and his white tuxedo full of blood and all that because he took Polly Dangerously's cell phone to the hell. This big cell phone. Which at the time was just a normal-sized cell phone. At the time, yeah. (laughs) Now, now, He basically hit him with a brick. Yeah, Yeah. he basically (laughs) hit him with a brick because back then, like, cell phones were still in their infancy. Yeah, not not compared to nowadays where we basically have, like... You see that fireball bottle (laughs) over there? Yeah, Yeah. that's basically it. Two for a fireball. Maybe closer to the two liter of Coke. Yeah. yeah. But, but yeah. no, like no, nothing compared to these uh, supercomputers disguised as TVs that we carry around in yeah. our pockets yeah. nowadays. Yeah. Oh, Which sure. are getting bigger. Yeah, they are. They got, we're, we've gone back to flip phones. Flip, yeah, like we got, they got flip versions of yeah, smart those are a thing phones again. now. Like, yeah. yeah, we've come full circle, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Only a matter of time till Heyman hits someone with a phone again. Yeah. Just smashes a tablet over their head. <laughs> <laughs> nobody, nobody would, back then had them. no. Nobody back then had cell phones. No, they were it, a, they were it a rich was person. Very thing. rare. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and it worked because you never knew when Dangerously was going to use his cell phone, and he mm-hmm. used it. Memphis, AWA, and into Crockett. I'm sure a couple of times in WCW, it's kind of happened. I'm really surprised that. Paul Heyman, every once in a while, into for the sake of Roman or Brock or anything, that he hasn't schmucked someone with a cell phone, just kind of as uh, as an homage from back in the day. Mm-hmm. You know, that. he'd hit someone with the phone now, and they'd be like, Did what "The hell was that? What the hell was that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my god!" <laughs> <laughs> Remember, he's still dead from yeah, when Lesnar had five. five at SummerSlam. <laughs> five weeks ago, I think it was now. Yeah. <laughs> he's still in that same position. Yeah, just being carried <laughs> out by the Usos. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's still actually in the stadium in Tennessee. They just left him there. <laughs> they just left him on top of that table. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Football Jim, games uh, play around him. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy Hart. Yep. His nickname. The Mouth of the was South. Was the Mouth of the South. <laughs> Okay. How does this guy look the same? Surgeries. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Spent all actually, of his money on plastic surgeries. Yeah, I guess so. But yeah, yeah, yeah no, you're right. He, the guy doesn't seem to age. With a name like the Mouth of the South, you got to do something with that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the megaphone was brilliant. Oh, it was brilliant. And not to mention like, the very <laughs> the very loud clothing that he wore it mm-hmm. was almost louder than the megaphone itself <laughs> than, than it was. But the idea, okay, he's the mouth of the south. Yeah. Using the megaphone at ringside and that laugh of his. <laughs> oh, God. And, yeah. and when that came across the megaphone, it was so irritating. Oh. You just wanted to Beat the snot out of him. Oh, absolutely. And that's, that's the reason to do it. Uh-huh. And then, of course, at some point, he was going to toss his megaphone into the ring where the heel's going to grab it, clock the face, and everyone's mad. 
It was it it was it was, it was absolutely mm-hmm. brilliant. It used to annoy the hell out of everyone. Uh, by comparison, in ECW, Bill Alfonso had that fucking whistle that he would blow all the time. Oh yes. Oh, I wanted to punch him <laughs> so fucking hard. I did. I didn't even like, think of that because it was never really a weapon. No, but, but he used to like when <laughs> matches were going on, and you just hear like, <laughs> like, or do you have your you have your fucking jaws whistle upstairs? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but, oh. No, yeah, he's just fucking like, yeah, I just had that fucking whistle blowing it while RVD and Just Incredible <laughs> are trying to fucking beat the shit out of each other with any weapon you can find. And yeah, I'm just like, hey, bud, you you want to shut the fuck up, maybe? Nine one one choke slammed him a few times. Yeah, so. I was like, I I, I don't want to put my TV on mute, but I will. <laughs> you know, it would be great if Alfonso showed up at a GCW show and just. For shits and giggles, nine one one's kid Big Vin choke slams him. Oh, oh, that would be cool. Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd love it. Can he take a bump though? You got to remember, this Alfonso. Is, yeah, yeah, this he's... is thirty years ago. Yeah, with that's the whistle true. and all uh, that. Like, and with the size of Vin, he's the size of his dad. Well, the size his dad used to true. be. Yeah, Bill Alfonso is sixty or yeah sixty five now. So yeah, maybe yeah. he can't take a bump. He's probably not taking too many power slams. No, I wouldn't imagine like so. It can be like. When Big Show did those light choke slams where they hold them for a second and they bring them down fast and then catch them yeah, with like their other hand. holds their bum, like cradles their bum and yeah. just like, yeah, lets <laughs> When Big Show yeah. used to fall with them <laughs> yep. lightly, mm-hmm. he can do one of those. Yeah, not like the one-arm choke slams that Kane used to do. Oh, God. It's just the woo, ah. Yeah, those old school <laughs> ones that looked like they actually fucking hurt. Yeah, Kane would yeah. just hold them up there and like yawn and yeah. then just drop them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, usually guys like Spike Dudley would take those ones. Yeah. <laughs> But God, Spike took a lot of shit. Oh, did he ever? Now he's now and now he's like uh, now he sells mortgages. I think or yep. he's, yeah, he's a mortgage. Yeah. Okay. Ah, yeah. Okay. 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 Do you have any others? That was a good one. I didn't yeah. even have the whistle. No. Uh, I'm not here talking about this. Al Snow and Head. Al Snow and Head. Oh, okay, oh yeah. Okay. Al Snow and what Head. What does everybody yeah. want? Head. Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> of course. What does everybody <laughs> need? <laughs> That's right. I got to back up those statements. Yeah, like the that was a gimmick that was actually brought over from ECW to the WWF. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Surprisingly, that helped help me written backwards on his like his own head and uh, the mannequin's head himself. Right. He yeah. heard he heard voices coming from this thing, and <laughs> yeah, uh, that's what I first associated Al Snow with was that fucking mannequin head, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that was just simply called head. Of course, <laughs> yeah. of course, yeah, and like okay, I've never let it i've never been shy just to tell people like how much i've just i've had this love-hate relationship with the wwf over over the years but there have been those moments Mm -hmm. bret hart kurt henning okay special certain matches certain gimmicks al snow with with the head gimmick and, and all that like just like yeah, this is a reason to tune in Monday night. Yeah. <laughs> They're far and few between, but this is really good. I, I actually really... do remember in the game uh, a WWF attitude that came out, I think, in like 99 for PlayStation and N64. A head was an unlockable, playable character in that oh, game. Oh, and like oh. literally all she was, it was like the floating mannequin head, but no body. But it had a pair of boots and a pair of gloves that were like, if I remember correctly, it was like those like Mickey Mouse style fucking gloves. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, an attitude. Yeah. 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 Sorry. If you can't hear it, Dustin's uh, yelling at us from upstairs. Right. (laughs) right. uh, I I think his dad's here now. Yeah. He's letting him in. Yeah. 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 Uh, Yeah. So yeah. Head from 
Head head with Al Snow, yeah. A character and also a prop. Yep. Yeah, oh, for sure. And for it works so well. Crab would hurt. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Ben's the invisible body. Yeah. Yeah, if I remember correctly, Head's voice in that video game was like an exaggerated European accent or something. Like yep. if you if you punched him or her, whatever head was, you go, Oh, yeah. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that brings back memories. Oh yeah. <laughs> no to... mercy is still the best game though. Yeah, even though there was no voice acting, still. Yep. Like the attitude that was like the one entertaining thing about it was the voice acting. Mm-hmm. Best entrance in the game still? Gangrel, 100%. Oh, yeah. Sure. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of Gangrel, Gangrel's uh, chalice oh, with, the the, with the blood. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah he, what, I don't recall ever seeing that used as a weapon or anything. I'm I, sure once or twice, or, I'm sure yeah. he had. But usually it was just like a part of his entrance where he would drink from it and spray blood right. uh, up into the air. But no, that's like for my, yeah, like not, not really. Yeah, I guess it was more of an entrance prop than it was mm-hmm. a weapon mm-hmm. prop. But I, 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 sw- I swear he's used it. There was once one. Or twice. Yeah, I remember one. Oh, or two. Probably, probably on edge when the brood was breaking up. <gasps> yeah, right. yeah, I want to say because that was right. really the last major storyline the Gangrel was ever involved in mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> before he was relegated to Shotgun Saturday Night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and what, like, when? Okay, when the whole when the brood, mm-hmm. you know, with Gangrel, Christian, Ed, and, and Edge, edge and, and all that, like. Who would have known that it would have been Edge and Christian? Like, at that moment, mm-hmm. who would have known that it would have been those two that would have been the breakout stars, especially Edge? Yeah, well, they didn't really talk when they were in the brood. Like, right. that was like, like, Edge had this whole thing where he, like, literally he was silent. Mm-hmm. And his first promo wasn't great no. when he actually talked. Uh, but, you know, I, do, I remember there used to be this thing in WWF Magazine where they would ask... Uh, superstars like the same rounds of questions in every uh in every month every month right. one one month it was edge and every answer was just three question marks <laughs> because his they were still playing a gimmick yeah. but he didn't talk but uh now getting a little off track here <laughs> but right. but yeah right. but after they broke away from the brood they really showed how uh their comedic chops their comedic timing how good of like shit-headed heels those two can be <laughs> like when the whole thing about awesomeness like you only got five seconds yeah five or five second pose yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that was great because uh, yeah their character was starting to develop they were getting away from the brood and yeah that's when you saw the potential yeah and then their their fe- the, the three-way feud between the edge and christian the hardys and the dudleys mm-hmm. like that spawned great matches it basically invented helped invent the TLC match. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. And yeah. I will do this to impress Snowy. Okay. Honky Tonk Man and his guitar. Oh, I've got that. I've I got was going to say Jared list. to piss him off. Okay. Well, no, the, the guitar no, is I have both Honky Tonk and Jared's <clears throat> guitar. And, and don't forget about Elias. He eventually right. adopted the guitar oh, okay. too as a weapon. Okay. Yeah. And it works for, well, particularly Honky and. And J- and Jared like Elias, <laughs> yeah. But was mm. is his was his gimmick music related? Like was Elias like actually music related, yep. or is it just? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, remember he used, he used he used to try to play songs for everybody, and the people and then he would, interrupt he him. would keep getting interrupted. And I think there was there's a documentary on the WWE Network about him making his album, which mm. I don't know if that I don't know if that exists. Right. I haven't looked out. I haven't looked for it, but it's pretty funny because like Elias is being made like. To look like this big deal, like this superstar, much like Jeff Jarrett was, with that song uh, 
uh, Home With My Baby Tonight or whatever right. it was called that Road Dog actually sang. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, What? Yeah. And, then, <laughs> and, and same with the Honky Tonk Man. He had his Honky Tonk Man theme song that he would come out to and right. he would sing. Yeah. Yeah, the greatest no. intercontinental champion of all time. All time, yeah. 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 Lost the, 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 the intercontinental title, Ultimate Warrior, in like what fifteen was, seconds? Yeah, yeah after having it, it for over four hundred yeah. days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's trust me, that's going to be a whole other turnbuckle talk. The honky yeah. tonk man. Some, yeah, the, some sometime down the line. The only yeah. thing Elias doesn't have compared to those two is the intercontinental championship. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Right, and like uh, you'll the first time. I think it was the first time when I saw Honky Tonk take a guitar to someone was <clears throat> one of the Saturday Night's main event. Was it that, that ungimmicked one to Jake Roberts? Mm, that didn't break properly. That didn't no. break. Which is why he hates Honky Tonk Man to this day and it sits on his grave when he dies. Yeah, well, everyone hates Honky Tonk Man. This, <laughs> yeah, he, he doesn't point. have a lot of friends. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, the first time as I Neither recall. Neither does Jake Roberts. No, okay, fair enough. Yeah. was uh, I think it was a Saturday Night's main event. They were, it basically was the first step that started the Mega Powers. Oh, okay. Um, it was Honky versus Macho Man, the Hart Foundation, who was in Jimmy Hart's stable with, with Honky at the same time. They they were beating on Savage. The Hart Foundation were holding Savage, and then Honky clonked him with, with the guitar. With the guitar. Now, Elizabeth at this time had run backstage... You know, she's dragging Hogan by the arm. Here, you got to help him. You got to help him. Help Randy. You know, you got to help Randy and all that. And now all of a sudden, Hogan looks at the thing and goes, meanwhile, okay, Hogan and Savage had already had the first of their feuds. Yeah. You know, but, oh, oh, I got to go save this guy that I don't like. For some reason, I got to run in there. He's like, hey, this isn't cool, brother. Yeah. And that started. (laughs) Doesn't work for me, pal. Yeah. (laughs) And I think that started the handshake and all that. The, <laughs> the, the, the most mega awkward powers. handshake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. they're holding their hands out. And just, yeah, you know, like you can't, uh, nobody at home can see us. But yeah. <laughs> but you, if you know, you know. <laughs> yeah. and But that worked so well. Like you had, you know, oh my God, they're going to shake hands. Mm. Well, I shake hands with five people every day. Yeah. <laughs> it's really, but it worked. It worked so well because, mm. you know, Savage was turning face and, Hogan is Hogan and all that, and you know, thus mm-hmm. the mega powers are born. Mm-hmm. One of the worst guitar shots I ever saw, and it had nothing to do with what Jarrett was doing, but it was an episode, I, I think it was Nitro. Okay. And they was I guess it had to have been in a angle with DDP. Because Kimberly was in the ring. Was this when he had the silver guitars that said slap nuts on the back of them? <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I maybe, think that's, yeah. You know, yeah. you know. But he was about to clock Elizabeth. Not Elizabeth. Elizabeth um, Kimberly. Page. Kimberly. Yeah. You know, he was, he was just... And as he had it in the air like he was going to do it, she stopped everything and covered her face. With her hands, mm-hmm. totally telegraphing what what he was going to do next, and I'm just like, oh, that just looks bad, mm-hmm. you know. But I understand why she did it. Like, don't mangle that face. Holy no. shit! Well, Kimberly Page was never the best worker. But. <laughs> no, no, but wow. Mm-hmm. Protect the money maker. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. Speaking of someone who was never the best worker but was fucking hot was Missy Hyatt. Missy Hyatt. 
Yeah, not familiar guys... with her body of work, but <laughs> okay. But when in the eighties, like she kind of had it going on, and she was she was a diva before the expression diva, not just in wrestling, mm-hmm. but just in general, had existed in pop culture yeah yeah she was you know valet for john tatum and in world class and eddie gilbert and like she was just a shit disturber at ringside and it worked so well her thing though was her purse ah of course was it loaded with a brick maybe no you don't know (laughs) they never revealed that they never really yeah it just you know, she just had a purse, and somehow Eddie Gilbert would get a hold of it, hit someone with it, and then that person would just go straight Flat down. Right out, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay. And that works so well, too, because you didn't really know. You knew, but you didn't have the proof. So you couldn't, you know, like you couldn't do anything about it because mm-hmm. you have to. Because you never saw anything on camera. They, they never had picture. an angle where somebody got the purse and opened it up and like, right. like hey, there's a brick in right. here. Like, at least to my knowledge. Okay. You know, Fair so. enough. And, and it worked. Yep. And then it worked. And finally, we should just about bring this crazy train. Well, I've got a couple more. But, oh, okay, sorry. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Uh, okay, uh, Paul Bearer and uh, the urn. That's, oh, Yeah. yeah. The, oh, the urn that yeah, apparently... we would have gotten shit if we would have missed that one. Yeah, the, the Paul Bearer's urn that uh, was apparently the source of Undertaker's magical powers. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, he's hit people with it. In times, he has opened it up where a light would flash out of it and blind people temporarily. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that well, you can't... When you think about Paul Bearer, the urn, like him, like... Right. Seeing him without the urn would be fucking weird. Well, I mean, he didn't have the urn when he was Kane's manager, but anytime he was with the Undertaker... Yeah, he would hold the urn out. Undertaker oh, would do yes. his. Yeah. Oh yes. <laughs> and, and then the Undertaker would do his pose, and yeah, the gong would go off, and yada yada yada. Yeah, yeah. If you know, you know, and if you don't know, well, sorry, <laughs> I can't help you at this point. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why you're listening to us yeah. if you don't know this. Uh, then another one I had was Triple H and his sledgehammer. Oh yes. yeah, which which didn't really it wasn't a career long thing. It was after he became the game in uh, ninety nine where he started uh, using that, or when he ado- when he adopted the uh, cerebral assassin nickname. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you realize you're talking like him too. Yeah, when he adopted the game, uh, the game. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I tend to do that. <laughs> you forgot the uh at the end of I tend to do that uh. because the rock, uh, <laughs> <laughs> because Austin uh, is gonna take. Uh, <laughs> what about Mick Foley and his sock? Uh. <laughs> but yeah, the 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 quote unquote twenty pound sledgehammer, which was. A 10-pound sledgehammer all fucking day. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know my sledgehammers, uh-huh. trust me. That, and that was not a 20-pounder. Uh, but yeah, but of course, the way he hit people with it, he would put his hand over the actual the head of the hammer and, yeah. then, and then hit people with that part. So it would really have done Except nothing. Except for the time he hit the rock's arm. Or, the the, or he hit uh, Mick Foley's leg. Yeah. Yeah, and you audibly heard Mick Foley go, ah! <laughs> <laughs> or the fake one at yeah. Mania 17 when he hit Taker in the head. Oh, yeah. And then the little spike came through and cut him the hard way. Mm-hmm. That's that's one of those things that you don't want to be watching with a non-wrestling fan when he brings out the sledgehammer because you know like that that person is going to go, 
What the real? Yeah, I don't think he's really going to use that sledgehammer <laughs> to cave some guy's head in. <laughs> well, you he know? did in kayfabe. <laughs> uh, I mean, really, really, the way he held the thing would hurt his hand more than it would hurt the person's head. Right. But, eh, what yeah, do I know? Just, <laughs> Wrestling yeah. and physics don't go he's hand in hand. He's just going to have a sore back of his hand for a few days. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and the f- You're basically getting a punch to the face with more force. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But hey, that's the game it for still you. Still sock though. Yeah. Uh, and McFoley then, and his sock. McFoley's sock, yeah, Socko, yeah. That's, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, he. Uh, well, initially he didn't have the sock, and he had like a. I don't know what those things are called that go over your fingers, but he would use that for oh, that, to use the yeah. mandible claw. But then when he got sock, when he brought Socko into the. <laughs> uh, when Vince equation. was in the hospital. Yeah, and then he would pull the sock out from his uh, sweatpants and then put it on his hand and then put the mandible claw on people. Uh, were they tapping out because the mandible claw hurt because they just got a fucking crotch sock in their mouth? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't oh, know. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, I guess you're no, kind no, of... No, 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 no. That's exactly what you're supposed to think. Yeah. You know, like. uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. With the two by four, the two by four. Oh, I'm getting so embarrassed that I'm forgetting. I never even thought of these things. Yeah, whatever. Well, I was more like thinking towards the territories, and I would okay. let you guys. Well, he, yeah. uh, well, uh, he didn't really use it. Uh, like, he, or D- Duggan's a career babyface, for lack of a better term. Correct. Yeah, but, yeah, he's never really been much of a heel. Like, yeah, even even in the old mid south and all that. Mm. See, I don't really recall him ever using it to beat people with because he was never really a heel uh, aside from that brief period when he was in team Canada in WCW. Right. Right. <laughs> but, uh, but no one in Canada was booing him. That's for no, sure. No, of course not. <laughs> of course not. But, uh, yeah, that like, well, but, but Duggan is, is synonymous with the two by four, mm-hmm. of course. Up, upon arrival to the WWF, yeah. he wasn't, he used the two by four much like sort of like the walking tall movie. Yes, I do. I okay. do actually think now that I think about it, I think his story with the two by four is similar to that of Cornette with the tennis racket, using it to defend himself against people. But yeah, yeah, but, yeah. yeah. It was it was to count like a short a short period counteract mm-hmm. to what what the what 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 the heels were doing. It wasn't right. it wasn't a regular thing. Mm-hmm. And what else? Oh, Laparka La had his chair too that he would dance. The chairman. Yeah, he was the chairman. He was the chairman. Now Sean Spears is the chairman. Jeez, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh, I'm. Oh, uh, Fit Finley in the Shillelagh. Yeah, because he's Irish. You see. Oh yeah, so, <laughs> <laughs> you got it. Yeah. William yeah. Regal had the brass knucks. Uh, yeah. Well, those were concealed, of course. But yeah, yeah that was a gimmick of his for a, quite a while. Uh. Yeah, I guess like Van Dam had his weed. Oh well, that's not really a <laughs> yeah, weapon. Yeah. Perform- performance enhancing drug. <laughs> to quote Robin Williams, marijuana enhances a lot of things. Performance, performance is not one of is them. Is not one. So I'm just gonna go just a quick little soapbox. When our snowboarder Ross Rigliati tested positive for pot at the Olympics and had his Gold his, medal, his taken gold away. medal. Yeah, I couldn't believe that. It's like, okay, I. Yeah, I, I think that's I what don't the know much about recreational drugs. I think okay. that's what Robin Williams was referencing when that happened. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, I'm like, why? Yeah. If, if anything, he's screwing himself. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> you know, like it's, like it's just, so he probably smoked a joint the night before when he was partying, and then right, then then he goes to perform. He's stone cold sober, but it's still in his system. It's still in his system, like, and all that. It's like what a snowboarder with dope in his system. Say it isn't so. Yeah. <laughs> Good lord. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm trying to think of something else, but nothing's coming to me on the the top of my head. I pretty much covered all i know I think. Oh, okay fair yeah. enough fair enough i want to go out with the grappler the grappler do you okay. guys know of the grappler i do not this guy epitomized the heel territory days he was a masked guy with the full body suit right, and right, all right. that and he looked like like an assassin or a destroyer or whatever mm-hmm. but as a heel, like he was so over in Portland, the Pacific Northwest. People just hated the shit out of him. Just hated him. Mm. And one of the things that really gnawed at people was his boot, his loaded boot. Loaded boot. Was there lead in the sole or something? Like no one, no one knew. Oh, okay. No, no one knew. And it was such a simple thing where all he would do is kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, stomp his foot yeah and you knew okay he's loading his boot we don't know how he's doing it <laughs> or anything but that's the secret he's gonna stomp it a couple of times yeah and, like all, and it gets okay, heavy. all, all mm-hmm. he's doing is stomping his boot like but it worked mm-hmm. everyone bought it everyone believed that's why it. the sweet chin music was so effective yeah because sean michaels <laughs> too, yeah. when he was tuning up the band when, yeah, he, he was, was loading, tuning up yeah. the band he was loading up his boot okay you gotta know? remember lex luger had his forearm <laughs> Oh yeah, the the steel plate in his steel forearm, plate, yeah, right? His forearm. Oh yeah, that whole fucking thing. Yeah, yeah I forgot about that. Well, as soon as he went to WCW, though, it was like, it just, whoa, what the yeah, hell? It yeah. disappeared. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, so it's just it. It goes back to what I was saying about Cor- Cornet's tennis racket. Benoit had a rabid Wolverine. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All, like it, it, the power of suggestion. Yeah, is what I was looking for with the boot. And yeah, all. that's all, true. Just because, and then once he had to do is all he had to do was just kick someone. Yep. And then and they for were some down that for it down for yeah. like like a like a load of bricks. Yeah. And it's like wow, wow, and it worked. It worked so well. Yeah, I, I, and I guess to a lesser extent, you could say that going back to the TLC match that I talked about, like. Edge and Christian had their chairs, the Hardy Boys had their ladders, and the Dudley Boys had the tables. Right. But I guess they didn't really, like, carry them out to the ring with them. No. But no. Well, it was more so for the Dudleys than either of those two teams, New I'd Jack say. had forks and knives. He had a, he had a grocery cart full oh, of shit. shit. Abdul had, the Butcher yeah. had a fork, yeah. New Jack, had, New Jack and Raven had shopping carts full of stuff. Yep. And uh, Crash Holly had the weight machine. Uh, for that little, for that br- for that brief period in WCW, Scott Hall had uh, that taser, taser that he used yeah. on Goldberg that he called his thunder gun. <laughs> uh, somebody had a baseball bat. A lot of people sting. Have, sting. Oh, stings. Sting, yeah, sting, sting had the baseball, baseball bat. bat yeah, the whole crow thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, Jericho has a baseball bat named Floyd. Right. <laughs> Darby has right. a skateboard. Yeah. Britt Baker has a glove. Bro- uh, Broken Matt Hardy had Vanguard One. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and of course Scars got his dilapidated boat. <laughs> yeah, shit. Jeez, there's a lot of shit today that I just. Walter just... has his hand. Yeah, his, yeah. his bare hands. <laughs> yeah, and Once no, again, and no knee pads. <laughs> Walter, not Gunther or yeah, whatever. Gunther. They, they want to fucking call him and all that. 
Nick Gage has a pizza cutter. <laughs> Nick Gage has glass and <laughs> anything. All those deathmatch yeah. guys are just okay. Yeah. One of these guys. One of these days, some guy's gonna come up with a light tube and just <laughs> on raw. Yeah, yeah. Like the one light tube will be more effective, and then you go back and watch GCW, and it's like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see? Yeah. <laughs> what? <Yeah. laughs> They'll sell the tube like they're dead. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Did uh, you not see Effie get hit with a uh, pre-roll last night? <laughs> pre-roll. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, is it time to bring this crazy train into the station? Yeah. Uh, right after uh, I mentioned Sandman and his kendo stick. Yeah. There. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See. Yeah. See, as we could probably go all, all. The, all it's gonna days. pop up, and then like, yeah. After we after we end the episode, we're just gonna have to come back and be like, oh, and so and so in this thing. Oh, and don't forget this. And don't forget this. We'll have to get together next weekend or something. I forgot a few. Yeah. 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 How can people get a hold of us? They can get a hold of us on Facebook at facebook.com slash wrestling night in Canada or on Instagram at wrestling night in Canada. And of course, Wrestling Night in Canada is a proud member of the Shining Wizards Network. Shining Wizards Network. Dot com. Check us out there. The whole network is a fine group of shows, predominantly pro wrestling shows, mm-hmm. but um, there is some pop culture and a really cool heavy metal show, Radioactive Metal. If you have not had enough of your cool <laughs> Uncle Snowy and you want a little more for whatever reason, check that out there. Uh, in the meantime and in between time, that's it. This has been another exciting episode of Wrestling Night in Canada. I'm Snowy White. I'm Matt Copper. And I'm your new <laughs> Wrestling Night in Canada <laughs> champion, Don't let it, Don't let it go to your head, kid. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Signing off. And we're from Winnipeg, you idiots.